0: What's up? How you doing?
1: I am fantastic, brother. Oh, I should. What be-
0: about you? Not too bad. I should. Uh, I'm gonna hit this record button right here. I think we're good. I ne- I've never done the recording on the um, the like Skype shit or the computer, rather. Mm-hmm. So, I'm trying yeah. to change that up this year. Um, yeah, I mean, here we are.
1: hmm First video product.
0: Yeah, Yoan Greer's the test dummy. And it's me. Uh, my dumbass forgot to post about the last episode. So it only got like 300 downloads. <laughs> and it oh, was the 100th episode. Oh
1: my goodness. So
0: you're number 101. 101.
1: Yeah. How to lose. How to get top 32 to 101. Hey, at least you fucking qualified. <laughs> Wait, what'd you qualify that?
0: Dude, you just signed up. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay, I remember you saying that. All right, let's circle back. Uh, let's go ahead and introduce yourself, what you drive, where you drive, and where you drive it.
1: Hey, what's up? I'm Yuan. I live in Louisiana. I drive oh. that car. It's a E46 sedan, uh, 325i. Uh, nothing really that cool about it, except it likes nitrous a little bit. But okay. That's about it. Uh how much are you spraying on it? Uh it's a seventy
0: five shot. Are you, are you able to keep up with oh shit, that's that's the car, right? Yeah. What does he have in that thing?
1: It's uh it's basically an E forty
0: six M three. Okay, so just like a what is it, the S fifty two? Four,
1: S fifty four. I always fucking get that wrong. Uh yeah. okay, that makes it's sense. It's probably like somewhere in like the three thirty horsepower range, maybe. Like at the wheels. Yeah, at the wheels, maybe. That's not I bad. Think. Yeah. Okay. It was a. Uh, it was pretty good to chase. It was nice,
0: smooth. And were you able to stay nice close? Stuff. Well, it looks like you were.
1: Yeah. So no, you know, I. I feel like I had a pretty good, like, in the pocket range on him. He was just so smooth and like easy to follow. So like, I just fucking got in there. Chasing down. Was this like your real first comp? Yeah, like first real comp, really. I would say it, it wasn't all that serious, but I mean, it. Uh, it was definitely comp like there were some crazy cars out there I kind of got I probably got the I don't want to say the most docile car to go against because my friend Bobby competed in a stop three valve Mustang so I mean there's that what's
0: yeah but it well that's like that power the power output of those is like 250 in it
1: yeah I mean kind of. Well.
0: yeah well I get it. Um, I'm going to assume that's like a SN95 Mustang.
1: Yeah, the new Edge. The new Edge one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like those. Yeah, that's sick. Don't tell my dad that. He'll fucking...
1: Dude, that car that car is super cool. He's like super fast. Oh, good. He drives super fast? Yeah, he drives super fast. He can like... I don't think I've ever seen him not be able to door somebody in like any car. He used to drive a KA K-A-S14 and we just always like get down
0: because you have to drive fast kind of situation you, kind of drive fast. you don't yeah you don't have a choice in that
1: I'm um how, how long have you been driving uh i want to say probably about like six years
2: old
1: probably around there did Same. a little bit of stuff like around high school ish but like i wouldn't really call it driving how old are you man uh turning 27
0: this year oh okay i thought you were older yeah. for
1: some reason um, yeah, no, no.
0: have you always been in the e46 chassis or have you ever uh, anything else?
1: Not my own. I mean, I've driven as chassis here and there uh, oh. before. I had my own drift car, um, but my first drift car of my own is e forty six three twenty three oh. I. That car is dead now, but uh, I have a three twenty five I now. What? Yeah, I remember you. That car was running and driving, right? I was. Yeah, it. Uh... When you took it apart. No, it was fine, Uh, then it rod knocked while I was daily driving it, and then I had a spare motor already, went to swap it, that motor was even worse than the original motor, (laughs) so yeah, I got annoyed, kind of just like bought another car, because that was the smartest thing to do, and way less work. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Pulling, I think the
0: hardest engine I ever pulled was out of that E46 that I had at one point. Just because I didn't know anything about BMWs, I'll tell you right now: I cut that bitch out.
1: I mean, honestly, bro, if you're not planning to put it back in, yeah, who cares? Just chop it out. Yeah, that's exactly what ended up happening. Uh, yeah, pulled hundreds of pounds of wiring out of it and just go ham. What? How? Let's go over what you have done to your vehicle. Um. All right. Well, basically. First thing I did was, you know, did the subframe reinforcement. I bought the car, I daily drove it for like 3 months just to make sure it would be good. Mm. Um I bought it like for 2 grand. It had a power steering leak and a shitty headliner. Still has a shitty headliner. Mm-hmm. No power steering leak. Uh I did like bushings, subframe bushings, subframe reinforcement. Uh and then I have a kind of a sort of a hodgepodge angle kit that I kind of pieced together with different things. From different brands, I gotta know what it is now. Uh, well, so villains, you know, villains, right? Yeah, as yeah, a yeah. Uh, drift team, yeah, they he came out with uh, like a knuckle adapter, like a steel block knuckle adapter. That's kind of more appealing than most of the other ones because they're all like aluminum and you know they crack and are real shitty. Uh, so I bought it for the convenience of it being strong and you know being like it's supposed to be like S chassis style geometry. You know, with like positive Ackerman, you know, big quick flicks, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's pretty true to to the style. Um, It's meant to like fit stock body and stuff like that, but I have extended arms. So I did that anyways for the stance. Um, Because it looks fucking sick, bro. It looks a lot cooler, not gonna lie. What do you have, the extended like E36 ones? Yeah, E36 arms I have the villains adapters, e36 arms uh and i have slr lollipops for adjustment of casters stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh bc coilovers that i bought used from another guy which series uh i think they're the br okay i think there's the basic br but he had a e46 m3 but they were like custom spec'd and his car was pretty fast Mm -hmm. and pretty hooked up for like what kind of car it was he had like you know, eighteen by eleven-inch wheels and stuff like that. Ran two sixty-fives, super low, but still quick. You know what I mean? Uh So I have those spec coilovers on my car, and I've never honestly been able to drive my car in a loose setup. So right. I feel like they're probably spec a little bit too grippy for my car. I don't know. So you, you know can, what I'm saying? Uh
0: Kinda. Are you talking about the coilover itself? Is like too? Yeah, like the yeah, dampening. No matter yeah, like what a, you do. It's really
1: aggressive. So, like, I have my rears full stiff all the time. And you, you, and that's too much grip? It feels like it sometimes. I mean, I've never really been able to, like, loosely drive the car, I would oh. say. Oh. Yeah, like, it's what? never, it's never like, sitting on lock, basically. Gotcha.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense. If you're, like, full stiff, I get it. I get what you're saying now. I was a little confused. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? You're saying it, so, yeah. it has Dampen grip st- and you're at full
1: stiff? Yeah, dampening full stiff. Spring rates in the rear are 14K. That's uh, pretty high. Wait, you're still on a divorce setup, though, right? Yeah, still on a divorce setup. So, I mean, it's essentially, like, a seven and a half, eight k ish I guess. I oh, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, the car is, like, it's pretty it's pretty hooked up, I feel like. The only thing I can really do to like loosen it up is like run super shitty scrub tires, but that's about it.
0: What tires do you run?
1: Uh, so, as a basis for like just you know cheap fun stuff, I run Ironmans in a two forty five forty eighteen. Um, just recently for this event, I decided to buy some Kendas, just because I knew there were going to be like faster guys out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wanted to have a little bit more grip for whatever reason. I don't know. It worked out though. I mean, um, bought some Kendas, used that. I run Velino's as steers. I used to run Grievous as steers uh, for a while on my other car, uh, but I'm running Pergias now for whatever reason. And I mean, they still feel just about honestly. They feel they feel the same as the, as the Grievous. Did. I don't really, I don't really see much like you know high grip difference in the You frame. don't have an understeer problem. I've never had an understeer problem. Got I've it. never had it. Yeah, uh, um, that makes sense.
0: I've never gotten it either, but I'm on a double wishbone, so it's a little bit different.
1: Yeah, the, the dual wishbone stuff, I think it's honestly, like, really good. I like I like the idea of the dual wishbone uh, suspension. Uh, it's probably, like, I want to say pretty superior to most other stuff, you know, just design-wise and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I've heard that, too, because you don't get the same, like, you know how you... With the uh, McPherson stuff, like a lot, mm-hmm. oftentimes, especially like on an S chassis, they'll move that top of the coilover mount out. Yeah, uh, exactly. where they drill that hole, like especially on like a Wise Fab kit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I was talking to uh, Scotty, the one that does uh, Scotty D development stuff, and I, yeah. he was talking about how the double wishbone is—you can kind of, you don't have to move that you're just able to kind of like move both the ball joints out further exactly to make it a little bit easier so when you articulate the suspension it's not as aggressive as it would be with like a mcpherson setup
1: yeah so is it so if you think about it like the way the divorce setup in the rear of my car works how the spring is more inboard Mm -hmm. how you have to have the higher spring rates to you know make it feel more natural i would say you know, you kind of gotta do the same thing on like the dual wishbone cars, like Supras, JZX 100, stuff like that. They run really high spring rates in comparison to like regular cars. That's what um, I need to change on mine. Yeah, you need to put some actual coilovers on yours too.
0: No, that might. I'm talking about my comp, on the silver car. on the comp. No, I'm not fucking with that car. Dude, that car is working. I'm not messing with it. Yeah, I just got it car? to work. It's your best
1: car right now because <laughs> it's running. <laughs> yeah that's the key factor
0: to having yeah. a good car Yeah, uh, it running uh i thought about that but i think i'm gonna um up my spin rate on both the cars because mm-hmm. i'm only at a 12k on the other car yeah and i think that's a biggest part of my problem like i'm running a sway bar as well um but i noticed that when the suspension compresses up front it's hitting the top of the wheel well and that's yeah. what's kind of making me spin yeah um that's that's wild yeah, yeah, yeah. So too much I, compression. Yeah, and I just never uh, fixed it. I mm-hmm. was kind of being cheap at the time, but now, now that I got a little bit uh, more uh, knowledge under my belt, I think I'll uh, address the issue finally.
1: I, I started doing that thing where like I like to spend the money once mm-hmm. instead Getting of right like, to. yeah, spend it, spend it large the first time, do it right. Or do it preferably, I guess, so mm-hmm. you don't have to keep doing it over and over again. Because I prefer my time instead of, like, keeping money in my pocket. So, you know, although money in the pocket is still good, but, you know, I like my free time. No, nope, I hear you. I hear you. I, I wish I had some. Um,
0: What do you do for, for a living to pay for all this stuff?
1: I work at a dealership. I do uh, parts. Okay. I'm a parts a parts guy, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, sweet. So yeah, I spend all my time looking for the best deals and, uh, you know, the most uh, efficient parts. And then it kind of just crosses over into how I buy stuff for myself, so, you know.
0: Yeah, I cross-reference everything. I'm usually looking at, like, all the websites when I'm looking for parts, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do not hit people up for sponsorship parts anymore. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, not at all, dude. There's there's so many deals you can find just, like, Mm -hmm. online without even talking to anybody. Because most of the time, people are, like, advertising shit that's, like, even way overinflated, like, just regular prices. Mm -hmm. Anyways, and they're like, yo, this is the best stuff, bro. You gotta get this here. Hit me up for the deal.
0: Yeah, uh, I kind of have my own gripe with sponsorship stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll go into that later, maybe. But when I get a little... When I have another drink or two in me um but uh i i do try to steer away and i'm trying to pay for this all by myself now yeah at least the car um maybe someday i'll work on uh getting like sponsorship to actually go driving like title Mm -hmm. sponsorship set up but i'm definitely not hitting people up for parts unless it's like consumables
1: yeah tires tires yeah things that like don't stay all the time Exactly. Tires and
0: fluids. I feel like those are two things that are worth taking the uh, partial sponsorship for.
1: So I feel like um, people will take the handouts to get, you know, get wherever, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, I don't really have a problem with that at all. I let let people do whatever the hell they want to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, But for me, I just like doing stuff, you know, my own way and getting it on my own. You know what I'm saying? If I can't do it myself, I'm not going to do it at all. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So it kind of takes me a little bit longer to do what I want to do. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's more gratifying to, you know, get that feeling of when you do something and get it done. Like
0: I did by myself. I didn't have
1: to rely on anybody else. Yeah, exactly. Situation. Now, obviously, you know, there's certain shit you can't do on your own. But yeah, yeah, yeah for tough. sure. But, you know, and like my friend Ricardo, he did a lot of uh, welding for me. Yeah. Well, at least like like, pay for it on your own type situation. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I give everybody credit where it's due for sure. Yeah.
0: As a somebody who builds their own car and like had to learn how to weld and stuff like that, I don't hate on people that like spend their money and having other people build their car. I think that's kind of weird what people do when they're like, at least I built my car. I'm like, that's not really a flex because it's hard to make money. It's not easy. I think everybody knows that. If you're making that money and you're willing to pay somebody else to do something, I respect that just as much as I do someone who built their
1: own car. Oh yeah, because honestly, to me, it just sounds like you don't have shit else to do with your life. Yeah, <laughs> if you sit all spend all your time like trying to put a car together, like I don't. Like you can't, you just can't do that, bro. Like you gotta, you gotta live a little bit. You gotta go do something else. Oh, for sure. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty grateful that I, you know, got to use the time that I did to put my car together. My job would let me like you know do stuff on the clock at times oh nice like my general manager like he is a race car guy himself so oh, like, really? he yeah he would never even like you know flinch when he'd see me like working on my car like in the middle of the day oh, and i'd be like you know let's hope corporate don't hear this i mean corporate can suck my never mind um <laughs> you know but uh you know that guy's pretty cool he uh he likes he likes to get down mm. So shout out to, shout out to Kevin.
0: So let's go a little bit more into this competition. I know we touched on it lately, but was this your first competition you've ever actually driven in?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of sim stuff, but I mean, that's not really like, you know, real life, but I mean, there's still, you know, aspects that, you know, crossover Uh stuff like that. Uh, I've definitely, um, I've definitely taken a liking to it. I would say it was fun. Uh, I just wish that his car wasn't as nice as it was because it kind of hindered me a little bit. Ah. Know? Yeah. Like I was, you didn't like, want to, okay. like, fuck his car up type situation? Yeah, because, like, I watched them build that car on YouTube. You know what I mean? Oh. And, like, you know, I kind of have, like, an affliction to it myself, you know, because it's a really cool car, really nice color. You know, I love the build. Like, I've literally watched it from, like, ground up. Mm-hmm. you know so like i couldn't imagine being the guy to like fucking run up on him and like fucking ding his shit in you know
0: yeah no i hear you i, I hear you that's you don't want to be that fucking guy
1: yeah that ruins shit.
0: everybody's car and then you're known as that guy
1: yeah for sure and that was my first uh that was my first ever midpoint event too like how'd you like that track that track was sick dude it's actually um not gonna lie like that surface is pretty grippy <laughs> Is it? Yeah, like it's it's pretty uh, up there on grip. I was really like foot flat, like majority of the, of the track. You know what else got grippy? Uh, AVS
0: I know you haven't driven it in a while. Yeah. But since they repaved it, it's a little bit different now. It's not as. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and because... it's also very nice on tires.
1: Yeah, it looks like it, man. I I want to come back and drive that in like a cool car. Uh I wanted to come in February for the Black Dudes Drift event, but the way like my season was rolling out just kinda, you know, didn't really have the funds to ship my car across the country and then get it back in time to, you know, actually go drifting.
0: Yeah, and it's not cheap to drive across the country. I'm still trying to figure out how I wanna pull something out of my ass for August, but Yeah. We'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean if I also, if I had like a lot more time to like, you know, think about it, I probably could have put money aside to do it. But, you know, then it would still hinder my season probably. So, yeah, because right. in reality, I don't spend that much money going drifting like throughout the year. Like my car is really cheap to operate. I didn't break a single thing last year. Like the car just does, does its thing. I guess that's the beauty of the low power. um So
0: kind of circling back to your competition. Uh, what competition was it?
1: Uh, so it was really just like a, a king of spring break, is what you call it, uh, at the mid Pond spring break party event. Okay. Uh, you know, it was kind of like, so it was an event sponsored by like Drift HQ, Chase Bays, and like other companies like that. Uh, so they were just kind of putting on like a three-day banger. And quite frankly, brother, the, <laughs> the activities going on over there, you know, pretty top-notch. I love was it a good time? Like great.
0: outside of the drifting, was it like a party? Oh, it was for
1: sure. Okay, I've seen a lot of like events where like you know people say, Oh, it's a party, it's great, blah blah blah. But like that, my friend, was a party. Yeah, good to know. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably about. have to send you some stuff like you know outside of this, but like it's it gets oh, pretty it was crazy. a party
0: party. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, got it, it was... got it. <laughs> um and then you guys just signed up for a competition. Like, was that even like yeah, a actual competition going on that weekend, or they were like, "Hey, do you guys want to do a competition?"
1: Well, they have they plan it, you know. They because mm-hmm. they, apparently they have like the King of Spring Break every year. Got it. Uh, and somebody wins it, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And I don't really know what you get for being the King of Spring Break besides like the, you know, the the crown and shit. The but, bragging rights. Yeah. Yeah, the bragging rights. Uh, so the last guy that was King of Spring Break was a fox body dude. He has like a purple fox body. It's pretty neat. Uh, and then, so Duarte won it this time. The King of Spring Break. Oh, good! It, if
0: you get knocked yeah. out on top thirty-two by the winner, it's
1: and I technically got second place. Yep, that's what I heard. Exactly. i mean, second runner-up, bro. I'll take it. You know. And then he actually cool thing about that was he actually like let second and third place battle for his first place prize as the winner. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Because I mean, they sponsored the event, so technically, if he went back home with his own money, it wouldn't make sense. I guess. I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I guess so. I was like, maybe that's why he won, because he fucking is part of Drift HQ, and uh, he he bought his uh, his first place ticket. Uh, I'm um... just kidding. I'm not one of those fucking
1: weirdos that. Doesn't... It could, it could definitely look like that though, and I have people. I know people that are like super hypercritical of like oh, him. Fucking too. hate people like that. Yeah, and okay. like honestly, it's it's really corny to me. Like I don't think like I was
0: just making a joke, and now you're like, no, no I... people really think like no, that. Yeah. don't people forget, really do think like that. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's sad. Like the big yeah. script with FD stuff.
1: Yeah, honestly, like that that stuff is pretty crazy to me. It's pretty like, wild. I enjoy I enjoy some good old competition, and like that stuff is like you know. Like, I don't put <laughs> – I can't even put names to a face sometimes whenever, like, I'm looking at competition. Like, some guys I don't even recognize. That That's how much I'm, like – like, I love the competition, but I don't pay that much attention to it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, uh, I get that. But I will say I'm pretty – I watch almost every series that, like, goes on. Like, sometimes you catch me in the middle of the night watching, like, fucking Australia competition drifting and shit like that. Yeah. Uh-huh don't
0: i I would i've said it before i I am not necessarily well i am a drifting fan but i am a i am a product of a formula drift fan If that makes sense so i do watch every formula drift event but i don't go out of my way for other events like i think i watched one clutch kickers Mm -hmm. um, and i might have watched one or two fd japan rounds but i wasn't in love with it
1: yeah, because I just don't um, know the drivers and stuff like that. So FD Japan, I'll say that I actually did look into a little bit to try to learn about it. Mm-hmm. Um and um I think I once I picked like a driver that I really enjoyed, it made it easier to, you know, follow, follow the series and gotcha. keep up with it. Okay. Uh one guy that I really did enjoy watching in like FD Japan was uh, Kenji Yamada. He drives the S fifteen he's like a regular guy, you know what I mean? He just had like a cool car that I liked watching. And he still actually drove an SR20 like I think last year. Oh, wow. In FD Japan. So like, you know, it's a cool car. And hey, what's know? that one fucking ugly? <laughs>
0: I shouldn't premise with it ugly, but it's just my opinion. That wide body S15 kit. Dude, the purple one? N- no, it's just a kit. I don't know what car it is, um, but I know there's like... an S15 kit and it kind of looks like remember cars the movie yeah okay do you remember that underground scene when it was like those yep. four
1: that's what I it know. reminds me You're of talking that. about the liberty walk kit
0: it's not a liberty walk kit is it it is i'm gonna feel like an asshole now it's actually terrible dude i hate it so uh, much. Yeah. so
1: that's one of my moments that make me super hypercritical and i don't really care about people's shit like that but like i hate on that car like you know at my core
0: I know and some people just oh it is a Liberty Fuck I just googled it Uh,
1: Yeah yeah, the white and yellow one This is the exact car and I do not Love it Yeah so that white and yellow one The only cool factor about it was the fact that it was a rotary Um And that was about it And then They also did the GTR one too They did a GTR Like that? Yeah like R35 I'm not even going to google that Yeah don't look at it it's actually better, but, like, I don't like it. What is that better. styling called in Japan? Like, it's just... Uh, that's, like... that's, like, a... I'll put it, like, a Bosozoku styling. There we go. Yeah, it's just missing, like, the blast pipes and the small wheels. Exactly. Yeah, right. Okay. So, yeah, there's, like, a... I actually do like some of the Bosozoku stuff, but so not, like... like I, I don't, like, you know, follow it like that, but, like, I like some of the stuff. I like
0: to see them. I like that they're loud. Yeah, and they're I like the whole idea about them.
1: Yeah, but when I saw dude, that S fifteen K, I was like yuck. Some of those guys, like attention to detail, is like just up there. Like the fluffy interior, like mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. The fucking,
0: <laughs> the shag carpet uh, the headliner. Shags, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's pretty it's sick. Yeah, I'm not gonna it's lie. Great. I do like that. I like when you commit to something like that. But then when I yeah. saw like the S fifteen, I was like, they're trying to bring like two worlds together, and it just. It's like
1: they're trying to mix oil and water and it's just not working for me. See, and so how I kind of look at that S15 is, okay, if you remember like when the Eurofighter just came out.
0: Love that car, yeah.
1: I love that car. But if you look at the fender styling, how like it's kind of sort of flat on the sides, Mm -hmm. but still rounded in certain areas. So that's kind of how I feel like they kind of tried to you know, maybe portrayed out a little bit. But they definitely hit, missed the mark. I feel like
0: that, for me, that car reminded me of, like, a like a modern, true muscle car. And I know everyone thinks of, like, muscle cars as American, but I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, like, I feel like my car, it's not a muscle car. That's There's, a luxury car. It's It's more European-based with, like, the flat lines and stuff like that. There's no muscle cars have curves to them and my car does mm-hmm. not have curves um no. so when i when they came up with that i love that thing i even like their new super kit and their frs kit too
1: yeah the like the, I, I can't remember what it's called but i remember uh i posted a clip of the frs uh the v8 frs they had like driving around the beaker nikki track and I remember that thing like went viral on Twitter. It was actually kind of nuts cuz I didn't think anybody like really cared about that so but I posted it just like sharing like, you know, my appreciation for it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And like like 5,000 people retweeted it. Like like yo this thing's crazy. And I was like, "Wow, that's weird. Didn't think anybody cared about it like that." But I think uh, I'm excited for Cristop's to come back.
0: That is arguably my favorite part of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know Actually, I'll say it. I know Von Gittin Jr. is coming back I um, I guessed it the other day And then I knew I was right I, What I don't know yet Is if he's gonna share that car with Adam And run the rounds he's not running Or did they really just build four Four fucking cars
1: Um I think Vaughn likes to party Yeah, I, there's that too i think vaughn just likes to party and i think that they decided to devise a schedule that worked out for both of them and, i think uh, so yeah i, don't I think i mean uh, even if even if it's not true because I mean, adam's I did, not doing atlanta and i know
0: vaughn I mean, is. yeah
1: i did see a black and green car so and i
0: also saw vaughn's fucking steering wheel did see that yep I'm yeah. excited to see this. Uh, we'll see. And I love the fact that Vaughn is there and he can ruin anybody's day. Yeah. He can, he can fuck up the points lead. He's a dark horse. For sure. Yeah. yeah. He was kind of like, remember when Tanner found, I think it was like 2016. When he came back? Yeah. But so 2015, I know he did the full season. Yeah. Or did he? Maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't. And I know 2016, he did a partial season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he you know. He only ended up showing up for, like, one or two rounds.
1: I remember um, being at FD Texas, and I think, I don't remember if he crashed or not, but, like, I think him or Osbo crashed. Yeah, Osbo did crash. I think he also crashed, like, right in front of us at the uh, Toyota booth. So that was pretty wild. They crashed, like, at the Toyota booth? (laughs) Yeah, like, on track. Like, Hmm. you know, you come out. Like, when you do the sweeper and you're coming in, like, right up to the grandstands uh, through the power alley, and then you, like, fucking throw it in along the wall. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's before they put the tires there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that part's sick. I love that track. I I hope they fucking come back. I'm going there this year for a Fuel Fest. I'm not driving there. My friend's driving there. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to try to, you know, know, try to go get some rides, maybe. I wonder
0: when the Fuel Fest is going to be here. Because I would like to have my piece of shit ready for that.
1: Because yeah. I don't want
0: to take my non-V8 car.
1: Yeah, no, that'd be pretty whack.
0: Yeah. I mean, the only shitty part is my cage. Um, it really sucks.
1: Yeah, it happens like that. People think, you know, they should be creative and go do their own cages and stuff like that. And You're it doesn't, doesn't always go that well. Uh no, I didn't do my own cage. I bought my I front. know. Yeah, I know you
0: didn't. I know you didn't, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh well no, uh if even if you did mean it, uh, that wouldn't that would be fair. Um I guess it comes here so you're going to the one in Dallas on April
1: fifteenth? Yeah. Okay. It's like right around the corner. Yeah, the one uh, here is in June. Yeah, I'm um I'm going drifting next weekend, not uh-huh. this one in New Orleans at NOLA Motorsport Park. Uh, it's, another, it's another skid pad event, but, I mean, that's kind of, like, my home track, so I, I still go to those events just because, you know.
0: Yeah, I did notice it was a skid pad when I was looking into it, and I was kind of like, uh eh, do I
1: want yeah. to? I mean, it's still massive. You can you have, like, creative control of, like, you know, doing all kinds of crazy layouts, and there's, like, four different organizations right now doing different events. So it's kind of, like, different styles of, like, each one. You know, Matsuri styling and, like, heavy tandem stuff. So, I mean, it works out pretty well, though. You get a different style of event each time. Like, the last time I was just down there, it was, like, pissing wet and cold. And they were doing, like, you know, wet Mahon on the skid pad. Lovely. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool.
0: Um, but I think I'm trying to go down there the weekend of what fucking weekend is that? Where's my calendar? Of course, it's gone. Uh, I want to say it's going to be the first or second weekend of August, mm-hmm. and um, if I'm not mistaken, that's kind of like hurricane season.
1: Eh, it's always hurricane season. <laughs> Is it though? It's Louisiana. Um, I was just driving back from Alabama. There's a fucking tornado uh, coming through Mississippi, dude. I drove through the remnants of a tornado. With my car on a trailer, fuck! Dude, I was we, driving through this town trying to make my way through because the interstate was shut down. We just got one here in Montebello, That's
0: like crazy. F- like five miles from my house. That's crazy. <laughs> a few people
1: died. I was like, "Fuck!" Hey, and, you know what they say? Uh,
0: I guess it's August. I was trying to first week of August, which is August fifth and sixth. I was trying to pick one of those days. Mm -hmm. but i just don't think it's fucking manageable because i one i have no idea how
1: to throw an event um well that's the thing you don't have to throw it you can just get one of those those uh those guys to do a date yeah but unless it's that there's a
0: there's one that's like two weekends after that oh is there yeah it was i looked at their schedule it was it was pretty close um but just was I mean, could
1: soon enough you could, you could just do it like a private day because I mean they still have those they have those test and tunes whatever. and still plenty of people show up for those too maybe. especially considering it's two weeks ahead you can do a test and tune whoever's car might have been down or some shit they want to make sure it's working yeah we'll see yeah we'll see
0: if I can pull something out of my ass and uh, maybe promote it properly
1: yeah I mean If you do, let me know. I'll actually show up. I mean, I'll I'll probably show up anyways, just because, you know, you're coming down there and you're going to be close by, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the goal is to take my fucking kid to New Orleans. Yeah, dude, we can show him a good time. Yeah. Take an (laughs) 11-year-old to Bourbon Street at fucking 2 a.m.
1: Yeah.
0: Dude, last time I was there, there was, like, shots of my buddy that I went with. He was like, I'm going back to the hotel. And I was trashed. I stayed out to the bar till, like, 6 a.m. Because you can apparently, there.
1: Yeah not it's like great. California. It's great, dude. There's no like, oh, we're close. What is There's it? The blind like... dog? I think that's what it's called. The when I was at all night. Mhm. That's funny. You stayed at one bar all night? Damn.
0: That was fucked. What a fucking creep. <laughs> I was talking to the owner. I was trashed, dude. I was trashed. It was not good.
1: Uh, one weekend last year we went drifting down there and um we all went out and hit the streets last that time, uh the Saturday night. Uh it's like me, Orion, and like a bunch of my other friends. Mm-hmm. And uh we were all down there trashed as shit, dude. And then one bar was completely fucking empty. We were getting pizza to kick back, you know, and shake back from like being super wasted. And the guy's like across the street flagging us over, he's like, Yo, come on. He's like, I got free drinks for all of you if you come inside and make it look busy. I was like, "What?" <laughs> All I heard was free drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, I went in there, chilling. There was a cockroach on the floor. If you if you know my profile picture where like I'm crouching down on Facebook, and I'm pointing, it's because I'm pointing at a cockroach.
0: No, That's I don't funny. think I ever paid attention to it. Yeah, if I you look, really, if
1: you if you like zoom in, you'll see the rush.
0: <laughs> That's fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> Do you plan on doing
0: more comps this year or is that the only one?
1: Uh, Low-key, yeah. If I... um, I kind of want to go to Lone Star and do street legal mm-hmm. because I realize that my car can spin 265s now, so, like, technically, it would do pretty well, you know, depending on the track. I drove Houston Police Academy, and I like it, but at the same time, I don't really care that much because my gear is not that great for it. Um, third gear is just way too tall. What gear um, ratio do you have in it? That's uh, a 3.46. The automatic one? Yeah. yeah. So, like, my second gear is pretty good for, like, most tracks, right? Like, mid pond, I was ringing second gear out, mm-hmm. like, all the way through that sweeper, getting all the ground speed. And just being able to like flash the clutch and like, you know, transition on a dime pretty much. But third guy didn't even bother trying.
0: Yeah, I can see why. Cause that's, um, uh, you would just bog out. Cause that's like a, it's not a very fast track, right?
1: bond. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's kind of like AVS. Or is this one faster?
1: Well, there's no, I want to say AVS may be faster on the entry section. There's no real like, there's no real like big entry at mid pond besides on the back straight. You can probably get like halfway into third gear and enter, but then you probably like fly off into the woods. Uh <laughs> so you probably want to pedal it in third and then like flick it in big and like wash with angle or something like that. Yeah. Uh to go through there. But it's more like a technical course, honestly. Like it's um it's one of those courses where you wanna kinda like match your ground speed with your wheel speed a little bit closer. And that way you're not just, like, blowing the tires off. Yeah. That's really that's really how you stayed fast throughout the course. Uh, like, I think I think Duarte learned that whenever he was chasing me because, you know, I'm pretty sure I put, like, three car lengths on him, like, in the lead on my first run. Mm. And that was pretty funny. I didn't expect that. I gave you yourself back, a little pat on the back. I looked back during the run and I was like, oh, shit because he was like almost still at the beginning of the sweeper thing when i was like down halfway through and i was like what the fuck's going on here how would uh, you guys did it one more
0: time right you did yeah how did that end up being a one more time
1: well because i don't know he made he made a mistake when he chased me he dropped and then like lost a bunch of speed throughout that first uh section mm-hmm. and then like he was playing catch up the entire run and never really caught up till the last corner um but and then I just want to say maybe because I had better proximity the entire time uh, on my chase, and I also had a pretty semi good lead because I stayed online what they wanted to see and whatnot. You think you should have won? I don't want to say that I should have won because I haven't actually seen like a bunch of like concise footage to say you know that I was better. I definitely think that like he had a more smooth like line to follow mm-hmm. a little bit just cause um, you know, he has more power and wheel speed and stuff like that. So it was pretty easy to just like, you know, tuck up on him and whatnot and get in there. Mm-hmm. But I had to like time it right because at some points he was a little bit slow because of like him just blowing the tires off um, in the leads and stuff like that. So like, I got to time it to where like I'm chasing and I'll dive, tap the handbrake a little bit, let the car like check up And then, like, flash the clutch to, like, get right in as he's, like, pulling out and just get in there with him and chase him down. Mm, Okay. Um, But, like, I was definitely right on the edge of, like, almost not, like, spinning the wheels pretty much at some points. Like, you know, the wheel speed was just that close to, like, how fast I was going.
0: No, I know what you're saying. Uh, So, like, basically no tire smoke. Oh, no tire smoke. All speed. Uh, that's, I I don't care for tire smoke. Like, I don't need to have it.
1: Um, it looks cooler sometimes. Yeah. Not when you're like, not when you're like crawling and going slow as shit, but, you know, like, honestly, I want to say probably some of the most embarrassing shit I've seen is like, if you look back at like, uh, Super D at Grange, I'll call it Grange because it was Grange at that time when, like, the FD drivers were there and shit like that, and Naoki was there. You mm. remember that, like, 2016, I think? I don't think I went, but I know of it. Yeah, so, like, Justin Pollock, uh, Forrest Wang, Ryan Little. remember. Ryan Little was there, and uh, some other drivers as well. But, you know, you could kind of just see, like, them, you know, I think Justin Pollock was probably doing, like, Justin Paulson and Forrest were probably doing the most concise, like, driving in that scenario. In comparison to, like, the 300 horsepower SR cars, they were, like, dog walking them around the track. But, I mean, you could only do so much when you have that much power, you know, in that kind of setup, going around a fucking car track. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of, like, the, the path I don't really like for myself. I would say. Like, even on my two point five liter car I run like two forty fives. And most guys are like talking about two oh fives and two twenty fives and shit like that. And I'm just like eh, not for me. Well didn't you say you were doing two sixty fives? I did, yeah. And I believe it or not, Duarte gave me those tires too. <laughs> <laughs> um what made you run that big ass tire? Well, I was fixing my power steering line that I um, that I blew because my line like decided to lean against my oil pan and get a pinhole in it. And you Drift know, HQ was there with the trailer with all the parts and shit. I went on there, got the, got the part, fixed it up. Anyways, uh, he had those tires laying there. They were just like, I think they were like half life, pretty much. And he pulled them off to put on a new set. And I was like, what's up with those tires? And he was like, they're just scrubs. You can have them. I was like, oh, thanks, cool. Anyways, I flipped them, you know, according to how to track wears and whatnot. And I pretty much did the entire Saturday afternoon into Sunday morning driving on those. It was pretty wild. And
0: yeah, I heard that about Kendas too. And I haven't had that same opportunity because last time I drove on them, I was driving like a dickhead. And I kept going mm. off track, so I would blow the fuck out. I've broken every Kenda I've had instead of going through the whole set.
1: Mm. I've I've seen the legend of, like, the, you know, the, oh, my God, the 100 laps per Kenda type thing. But, I mean, people are definitely, like, getting technical with it. Like, I've seen it at, like, Lone Star Drift and stuff like that where, like, these guys will, like, have their tires mounted, do, like, fucking, you know, 10, 15 laps or something like that, pull them off, put on another set. Put them back on later and, you know, get their laps. But I mean, you definitely got to heat cycle them because after they were heat cycled by Duarte and I put them on, it was like a whole, it was like a fresh set of tires pretty much still. Yeah. With the way they were burning. there's definitely a magic in the heat cycling.
0: I did the same thing with, um, the fuck that I run? Lionhearts?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I got like 40 laps out of this. Yeah. I mean, most tires, you can get pretty good laps. It's just, I'm an asshole, dude. I don't like fucking, I'm so lazy. Um, I will not go into the pits and pull a set of tires off just to put something else on or flip them. I won't do it.
0: I will. Uh, to be fair, uh, I mean, my my mornings are not as good as my afternoons. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, in the morning, I'm usually not really getting through the whole course. But by the afternoon... At least these past two times that I've driven this car, um, I'm usually hot lapping by then. Mm-hmm. So if I can keep it that way, that'll work. Um, but even then, that's when I'm getting most of my laps in. And I'm getting like probably at the end of the day, I just lap after lap after lap.
1: I don't think I've ever had that condition for myself.
0: I have because I'm a terrible driver. So two different people.
1: Yeah. So. I mean. You also, I think you probably play Assetto more than I do right now, too. I got rid of it. Mm, you got rid of it?
0: Yeah, I played wow. it. Yeah. Uh, I think Aceto is the reason I'm able to actually drive this car now. I'll say that 100%. Um, but I just didn't care um, to have it. Like, I used it for that like six months length mm-hmm. and then i got decent at it where i was able to um, get through a course and i would yeah. be able to drive any car on there and just drive it like there would mm-hmm. be no setup changes i would just get in the car and drive it on and i always i try to stick to like horse horse thief mile or avs because that's what's near yeah, me yeah you gotta get
1: familiar with your yeah
0: own. um so i was able to do that like with the the what is it the gravy garage was a gravy garage
1: yeah gravy garage yeah
0: with those cars and then a few of like the uh, vdc cars um and i would be able to use go between the both of them and i really liked mm-hmm. that so i got really comfortable but then i got real busy and i took about four months off and then i tried to go back on it
1: i mean and it, it also... was
0: a shit show like i had to start all over from scratch it felt like
1: it also didn't help that you had to like set up your setup every time, and like you were sharing a computer with your kid, too. So no, like, no, I didn't do that anymore. You didn't
0: do that? No, only the first time. I actually built wow. myself a PC. Damn. Um, yeah, I had everything. I actually you went the tra- whole long way. Yep. I actually traded that whole setup for this uh, nifty little laptop I got. <laughs> nice. Worked I enough. mean,
1: you're invested in yourself.
0: Yeah, it worked for when I needed it, but then mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to upgrade the um, podcast equipment. Yeah. Um, that's why I have, like, I got a MacBook and stuff like that. Um, so hopefully I can get back into this because once these other two cars are gone, I'm done with working on people's cars.
1: Yeah, for sure. What have you been working on lately? I saw you were working on that um,
0: fucking DTO. That GTO. I hate yeah. that thing. I fucking hate that car.
1: I feel like in essence, they look like cool cars. And then like, you actually like start working
0: on them. And it's like, oh, I'm going to say this to anybody who gets into working on cars. If you're like, oh, this is going to take me a certain amount of time. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, this is a big project. Maybe I can save this customer some money and condense the price a little bit. Don't. I think that was my biggest mistake with this car. Um, Cause I knew the guy, he's cool. But I started lowering my prices because I was like, nah, he's getting this done. And then you end up doing extra shit for kind of free. Don't fucking do it. If you give somebody a $5,000 ticket and they're like, this is too high. Tell them no thanks. If you don't want to pay for it, don't worry about it. Yeah. And I understand some people need the work, but just wiring the nitrous system. So uh, he's on a stock ECU. So he has the nitrous system itself. He has, um, like with a bottle heater, um, A fuel cell for its own fuel system for the nitrous. A line lock kit. It's a drag car. Um on the stock ECU, so now he's also I also have to wire in a nitrous controller. And then it's the L S he has like the uh two step setup. Mm -hmm. It's a Lingenfelter module, I gotta wire that into. And you think like, oh, that's you're only wiring in five items. I'm um thirteen hours into the wiring right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I should have charged them separately for wiring. Mm-hmm. So now nah, I yeah, just it... lost myself by the end of it, probably like a grand.
1: You know how much time you could have probably put into yourself? Mm-hmm. Instead of doing that? I have one more car to finish.
0: Yeah. I'm so fucking done.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah,
0: so and then I get to work on my car, maybe.
1: The only kind of deals I give are, you know, on company dime, but not really company dime. Because, like, it's just helping my friends, like, tires. I help my friends over tires and stuff like that. Yeah. Just, I give them the same deals that I get. You know, that's why I can afford to go driving as much as I can. Like, Ryan, I pretty much supply all of his tires for the most part. He was on the uh, uh, driver program for a certain tire. And, uh, you know, it was costing him more than, you know, he ever had paid for tires ever in his life uh, yep. before. That's why
0: I don't recommend it unless you... Uh... Price check it.
1: Mhm. Yeah, it was almost like, what's the point? You know, you're in this driver program. You have their branding on your car, and then you're paying almost, more money, almost paying retail or more for tires. Mhm. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I'm worried about. Like, uh, if I ever get a deal, like you have to say no to that. If you know it's going to cost you more money, I think some people kind of, in my opinion, people get this idea in their head that they're going to build a relationship. And are you? Your number, bro. Yeah. I trust the number. Um, some of you are going to mail that relationship. That's yeah. Yeah. But are you going to build a relationship with, but the thing is they here? know that
1: they know they're going to build that relationship beforehand before they even get involved with you. Yeah, exactly. I feel
0: like I would hit up Ed, uh, from Kenda. Cause he and I have always had a relationship since he's been on this podcast. Mm-hmm. He's been on what twice. Um, but he and I have always like been cool. We still yeah. communicate. He and I probably communicate on a bi weekly basis at this point since mm-hmm. he 's been on this podcast. so I think that would be like probably a good idea to go after mm-hmm. um, but i don 't know what but if the deal doesn 't work out and it 's gonna cost me more money to buy tires from him than to just buy them shits from
1: walmart right' I'm not gonna put a sticker on my car i 'll tell you that yeah that 's what i 'm saying, like, yeah. and that 's why like. I'm kinda like at the point where I love liveries and stuff, right? And I love like decals and cool stuff like that and like designs. Mm-hmm. But at the same time I also want to be self serving and not like of the idea of promoting someone else's shit. You know, with yeah. my whole essence. I hear you. Yeah. Unless it's like actual like real, you know, friends and like 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 your your decals are on my car. Because I rock with you as, like, a person, you know. You don't really get much shit out of that, but I just like your decals. Like, you know what I mean? And you're cool, so, like, yeah, we have that, that thing. Which, is they're not on my car right now because my bumper fell off, but, you know. um, There's that. Sorry, sponsor guy. <laughs> also, I still never got my shirt. Fuck you.
0: You don't wear a size that I made. You're you're not a small man. I'm not. But eventually I plan on making some more. Uh Thanks. anytime soon? Probably not. I'm probably. actually probably Do you remember when I had um the eight eight one crew on here? Yeah. The the fucking Canadian dudes? Mm-hmm. I'm going to F D with them in Long Beach this year.
1: Yeah? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I ended up buying a ticket right next to them. I was like, Don't worry, I'll be the drunk guy. Just pretend you don't know me if I get too fucked up. <laughs> uh I'm going alone. My girlfriend's working that day. I'm fucking getting dressed.
1: I feel like I want to experience the Long Beach uh, vibes. It's cool. Your ass hurts. Fucking bleacher seating is terrible. I will say that I haven't been to another FD event besides like Atlanta. But I've been to like Atlanta FD and then like Atlanta Life, And the vibes are like unmatched. What's that? Uh, What would you say is the difference? The crowd. The people. Georgia. Georgia, Florida, like Tennessee people, they get fucking rowdy. Uh, So also Dallas is pretty good too, but they're a little bit more reserved. They don't party as hard. Uh, Plus it's probably a little bit harder to party that hard over there because of the time of year because it's so hot. You're during jealous? FD Texas. Yeah, during FD Texas? Yeah, that's understandable. Okay. Yeah, the one of the times that I went there, I pretty much spent like 3 hours hiding underneath the bleachers from the sun. Trying to stay like trying to stay alive. Noted. Yeah. I
0: wanted to do um another event like but I think I want to do a East Coast event. I think I want to do their New Jersey event.
1: Oh, the Gambler stuff? Uh
0: No. The FD New Jersey event. It... Oh, 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 oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, oh, yeah.
1: Like... I, I think that would be cool. I like the, I like the camaraderie and like energy from New Jersey, and just like the New York area in general. I have like a big like East Coast affliction, like a lot of people that I rock with are from the East Coast. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, like I love, I love the energy over there. I spent a lot of time in like New York and shit like that too. So, like, I just kind of, you know, adopted some of the uh, mannerisms and stuff like that of, like, and slang from, like, New York people.
0: I fucking fell in love with New York City when I went in August, when uh, my son and I went. Mm -hmm. And he was like, we have to come back. I was like, don't worry, I plan on it. Um, But if I can make, like, a whole trip out of it, go hit FD for the day, just as that one-day situation, and then go back to New York City and fuck off for the rest of the week or something. It's fucked it. up though
1: because I I haven't been to New York in like 10 years. Like it's I love that.
0: I love it there.
1: Have you been to DC? Mm-mm.
0: i would go there yeah. too if I yeah, I'm not a traveling fucking person. Um but the little places I have traveled to, uh I would say DC, you get a lot of swamp ass. Um <laughs> but there's like so much history there and I'm into like shit like like my my chick right now is in fucking Europe and she's gone to like seven countries and she gets, she's going to like four more this week.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah. She's living her best life. That's what she blows her money on. See, I don't, I don't do a whole lot of traveling like that either, but I like making like international friends and friends from all over the place Yeah, and whatnot and getting to see like their culture and stuff like that. Um, just cause like I grew up around like a lot of different people cause I'm from the Caribbean. Um, Oh, really? So oh, okay. like yeah, yeah like I met like a lot of people from like different areas like you know people who are like tourists and stuff like that. Uh Like actually like part of my family is like French like you know direct like French speaking people. Oh, okay. And like you know my aunt she's from Belgium. Okay. And shit like that like they little I met her the first time because they were um on vacation coming to where we live and you know her and my uncle got together. And uh, it's just kind of like been part of the family since then. So like I have like this appreciation for like people that are like of different cultures and whatnot. I I agree with you on that one. Um, I've always
0: wanted to go to like another country for like the drifting scene, mm-hmm. but I just don't know which one I would go to. I need. I feel like Japan is obviously the biggest influential one, but I really did like Rush. I really did like RDS.
1: RDS looks
0: crazy. Doesn't it? Like, their yeah. speeds look fucking insane. hmm. Um, like, it, it, I know it. We're not like... supposed to like them right now, but. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, uh, <laughs> but I would still go. Hey, there's two dudes here. They're, I know they're Russian for sure. They got to be
1: Russian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. There's like, a dude with the S14. Yeah, um, and, he, and someone and... else brought. Uh, yeah. And then there's another guy that bought the um the Michael Essa car that uh Dmitry Bruschi was driving. Yeah.
0: Does that mean yeah. Dimitri Bruski's out or is he in his back in his he's Z? He's in. He's in actually. Is he back in his Z? Was uh, it a Z three? Z3, no, Z4? He has
1: that. He has that, but I'm pretty sure he's got some drift HQ thing going on from what I've been seeing. I pay attention, bro. You know what I'm saying?
0: Uh I try to, but you know how the algorithm works on fucking... Um, my entire...
1: Instagram? My entire algorithm is drifting into these,
0: bro. <laughs> uh, mine's drifting. Uh, my TikTok is a completely
1: <laughs> different story. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how'd you get here? I didn't even look you guys up. Um, yeah. The first time I opened the app, bro, I was like, you guys... <laughs> you, you got dirty dogs yeah exactly yeah got me
0: <laughs> no uh yeah my whole thing is like drifting on instagram but um i guess if you don't engage enough with certain content they just stop showing it to you
1: Mm-hmm. bro listen man i i know like my followers have to be sick of like me sharing drifting stuff because that's all i share i don't like i don't post like anything personal like or anything like you know actually like moving or anything like that like people are like oh my god you know just had a baby stuff like that. i'm like ah here's this drift clip <laughs> you know yeah like like i don't post like any thoughts or anything like nothing moving like you won't ever know what i'm thinking but you'll see this drift clip though yeah kind of like keep it that way unless
0: i get like sometimes my friends will send me shit um of dirty shit that I shouldn't be seeing. And it's always my construction friends. So if you guys oh, have construction friends, you know dirty exactly adults. what I'm talking about. They're the fucking worst. Um, mm. Yeah, they'll send me stupid memes or something like that. But most of it is uh, drifting. But I don't see, like, if I guess if I don't engage enough with certain people, it would just stop showing me their stuff. So, I'm like, I don't know what's going on with Dimitri And then I'm the type of person who's, like, out of sight, out of mind. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy exists. I forgot. Let me fucking go let me look him up on Instagram and see what he's doing. Yeah.
1: Look, luckily, I mean, the way I filter the way I filter through my content, it's like it's pretty easy for me to like spot and see things and like be able to like, you know, know what's going on and stuff like that. Yeah. Um because. but like some some people it's just hard to keep up with, you know, because 'cause they're just not interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that that's fair. Or Even if, like, they're drifting, maybe you just don't really care
1: for their drifting. You're just following them to follow them. Yeah, like, some people don't do the fun stuff enough to, like, make it interesting to watch.
0: Yeah. Um, You know, I I even had people, like, on this podcast. Mm -hmm. um, who It was, was like, a grueling episode for me to, like, fucking power through. Yeah. And and I see them, and I'm like, damn, um, you're doing really well in the drift community, but... I don't understand why you're doing that. It just bores me.
1: Yeah, I don't really get it. Yeah, and I feel like an asshole. Uh, but, oh well. I um. So I want to say, too, like, we were talking about the Canadian thing earlier. Uh-huh. I have a bunch of Canadian friends right now, and I want to, like, infiltrate their drift scene and go drifting there. Because they have, like, some cool tracks low-key, and they don't really realize it, how cool their tracks are. Because, like, it's what they have, right? Yeah, and I would say the same thing about
0: uh, Horse Thief Mile and AVS. Yeah. Hell, even fucking um,
1: Adams is pretty dope. But... Eh. I'm not going to lie, dude. Like, I went to Adams in 2018. Like, you know, chilling. Because I went drifting with my friend Cameron. Uh, at AVS, and then we went drifting again at Adams, like, the next weekend, Um and I honestly just didn't really care for it. Like, it was just, I just feel like it's too, the way it's laid out, it's like a, it's, it's technically like a good course, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just so restricted in the way it flows. You can't really do, like, a cool entry. There's no, like, real freedom to do a cool entry. You know no. what I mean? No, there's not. Yeah, because the pits are right there at the entry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's, like, literally a straight-on to, like, a weird, like, you know, what is that, a decreasing radius or increasing radius corner? I don't know how to, how to call it. I don't know. It's just not really a that cool of a try. I think the back section is a lot cooler than the, the front
0: section. I yeah. agree. And then they were in some shit, like, a few weeks when they did uh, I the saw last it. fucking... I saw it. Um, drift Week.
1: That was honestly like top 10 corny moments of all time. Yeah, um, that was crazy. Yeah, I mean, good job. Dude, that, that really put the nail in the coffin for me. As like, oh, this track's really not cool. They
0: shut all of their Drift events, even good. their fucking, um, their time attack events until August. I mean, honestly, like. They're like, give them six months. Like, it's not. I don't mean to be a dick, but like the place
1: is not that nice.
0: Yeah. It's there's it's convenient. It's too expensive to drive there. Personal opinion. Like it's like mm-hmm. 40 bucks a uh, fucking for an hour. Yep. And then if you want to pay for all three hours, you're looking at 120 bucks for three hours of driving. Be mindful.
1: Listen, my friend, let me tell you, I've been to some really cool facilities and people have been talking up NOLA a lot, mm-hmm. right? Since Ever since Drift Week, Aaron Losey has never stopped talking about NOLA. He loves it there. There's a reason. Because even at the skate pad? Dude, I mean the skid pad, the car track, the road course. Everything, Do they allow every... you to drive the car track? Uh, not right now. They've kind of like put a, you know, put an X on that um, due to some stuff that happened uh, during certain events. Uh, you know, that shouldn't really take the blame for what happened, but, you know. Uh, They just care about the grass a lot, dude. They love them some grass. You guys, it rains year round around there, over there. It'll grow back.
0: I know. It's like fucking hair. It's like when someone fucks up your hair, I'm like, don't stress
1: over it. It's gonna grow back. I, I got it. Yeah, so that's the thing. And, like, the problem was, though, is that some people down there voiced their opinions way too much for the position that they were in and it kind of ruined some relationships with certain people uh between like you know track management and slash the owner and stuff like that uh -hmm. you know some people kind of soiled some relationships there and it happens it's it's been kind of hard to mend it i get it i get it right now so everybody's kind of like on the edge of like you know Being in the good graces of people again. Yeah. And that's kind of where it's at at the moment. Maybe one day, but I mean, I'm not holding my breath. Had you driven their car track? Yeah. I've driven it like, so the way it was before, right? Um, You used to have to be like A-class, A-class, to drive the car track. And how do they determine that? Just out of curiosity. You just have to be somebody who's been there a long time. So you can't just show up out of the blue? Uh basically there weren't that many people that were like good coming to the events anyways, you know, back then. Like, you know, people would show up, so there was one time like Njuku actually brought their whole rig out and like came to like a like one of those pro am like events that they were gonna do that never happened. Um But I mean big names have come to the track and stuff like that, but like the card track was kind of just like you know, for certain events like EYB and whatnot. It wasn't driven at every event. Mm. So it's kind of back to how it was before, except like even the people who are like really good aren't allowed to drive on there. In 2020,
0: wasn't there supposed to be a NOLA fucking program Series? Yeah. And that one shit the bed, right? That never came about?
1: Never came about.
0: I, I get COVID uh, happened,
1: but... Yeah. There was like uh severe lack of interest in that series i mean people were like interested right but at the same time the organization just wasn't there uh from you know the person trying to put it on and they really didn't have the um support that they needed to try to get a whole series going first of all they they didn't even try to like you know have a grassroots thing going before they tried to you know get into a program series
0: yeah uh, I think the biggest, I, uh, I feel like drifting is its its own worst enemy. Or at least the, sometimes the people can be uh, mm-hmm. like there's, I think there's a handful. What is there? There's uh, East Ten Drift, who still runs a four round series, kind of, where they have two rounds in one weekend or some shit. I don't. Yeah. That's a bit. That's a bit much. The compressed
1: uh, weekend stuff is kind of. Horrible.
0: Yeah, it's pretty wild because. Uh, most people can't even keep their car together to get the qualifying rather full. So yeah, you get through a whole weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, granted that's their own fucking problem and not East 10 drifts. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does make for a better show when you kind of have, you know, more, um, more time we not too much time, but just a little bit of time in between events. So people can get their vehicles ready and fix whatever they broke. Um, but I think, what is it, East 10? And I th- can't think of anything else that has a four-round series.
1: Have you seen the um, the new events that have been coming up in, like, the Georgia area? No. Uh, the program series or competition that? series? I can't remember if it's, like, a mix of, like, clean culture and something else or not. But I know they have – oh, yeah, they, it actually is that. A clean culture 50k drift comp series, and they have like a bunch of different dates and whatnot. Uh, let me see 50k drift comp. Da, da, da. So, yeah, they have a uh, Lanier Raceway, Florence Speedway, South Carolina, Z Max Dragway, North Carolina, Dominion Raceway, Virginia, and an Atlanta Motor Speedway. It's a five round series throughout this year. And it's a 48 driver cap, no qualifying, 265 tire limitation, roll cage required, uh, $350 pre-read. Per round or the whole? uh, Per round. That's not bad. Yeah.
0: For a comp event? That's not terrible. Yeah, it's a
1: clean culture in compilation with Catch My Drift. Uh, Those those look like pretty good events from what I can see. Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of interest, I mean, so far seems like that area is coming up really big right now for competition stuff.
0: Yeah. And then, and I'm talking about like specific FD program stuff. I'm not talking about other multi-round programs. Yeah. Or yeah, there's really not
1: much for that anymore.
0: Well, so they have hot pit here now. Um, and I know that the organizers who are doing hot pit, they don't allow just any, like they won't allow me to drive because of my history with drifting, Mm -hmm. um, which is fair. And I, I respect that. Um, But they want you to have at least a top eight finish in a Pro-Am series. Or you need to get two recommendations from existing drivers. Those drivers are also kind of responsible. Of a certain stature. Yeah. To be like, like, let's just say I get two people to be like, hey, yeah, I think Gerald can drive in writing type situation. And I go and fuck some shit up my first event. They're going to be like, I thought you said this guy can drive. Well, all the organizers know me, Um, but they would be like, I thought you said this guy can drive. What the fuck? Um, Yeah. It's like trying to get into Hogwarts, dude. (laughs) It is. It is. Um, So that's what I thought. I was like, I'm just going to hit as many events as I can. I do want to hit what Seattle has their uh, Evergreen Speedway has their Pro-Am event or their shootout rather in, um, in October.
1: You should go to NorCal. Uh,
0: I want to hit that one, too. The one at Sonoma? Yeah, the one and, having- then, and then there's one at Thunder Hill, too, I think. I don't think there's a pro-am event there.
1: The Thunder shootout. Hill one is an amateur drift series, I think. Uh, that's a really cool event that i like to see. Um, one guy that I kind of look up to in drifting is Lex King. You, you know who that is? Uh, it sounds familiar. He spotted for JTP prior. uh in his FD seasons and stuff like that, back when his car was black. Mm-hmm. So that's, that was the last time he spotted for him, I think. But uh, he drives the RX-7. He's from NorCal. He, uh, him and his son actually drift. And uh, he judges in that series. Hmm. Uh, it's also ran... I think it's ran by uh, some of the Drift Team anti-heroes guys. I
0: think i have heard it. I have to look it up. Um, yeah, I do want to get back into comp stuff. Not... that. I know I said I, I was going to hit the one in October, mm-hmm. um, but I don't plan on being serious about comp this year mm-hmm. or, or next year. Or I
1: feel like, so if you look at it, I feel like it's kind of like a good environment to try to get into. It's, it's probably going to be like how the same way that um, spring break event went. It's like not like super serious, but like it is like really good driving uh, over there. Because, I mean, those guys get down in NorCal, to be honest. I, I really like the NorCal style of driving that they have going on up there.
0: Yeah, we kind of, we do have a shit show down here. There's always, like, so many fucking people flipping their car over at...
1: That's uh, funny.
0: ...AVS now.
1: I actually know one of the guys off from Twitter who flipped his car uh, at a S-Chassis event, I think.
0: Yeah, it's, that, it's been a lot happen. It's happening a lot lately.
1: And it's always yeah. with somebody who doesn't have a fucking cage. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. I was just in a flip incident too. You were in a flip car?
0: Yeah.
1: As and, uh, a passenger? Yeah. We were four deep, dude.
0: That's fucking terrible. Um, yeah, it's it's rough because uh, I'm pretty sure Calvin's going to end up. Calvin's, a, I think he's the owner of mm-hmm. ABS now. Pretty sure he's going to be like, yeah, you guys are fucking up. Uh, every, cage is required.
1: If anything, I could probably see him doing, like, a start line, like, a short, short start line. Yeah, it's the people who monge the fucking straight. Yeah. So, the, okay, so one guy that I know of, he didn't manji. He just did a big flick. First of all, his car is, like, a stock K.A. too. So, like, you know, he was just driving like a man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, probably just, I don't want to say he ran out of talent, but he made a mistake. And uh, the way he, like, ended up into the tires <laughs> was just kind of, you know.
0: Yeah, no, I get you. Uh, it it happens. There is some splotchy parts there, and it's yeah. only, like, two spots, but everyone seems to fucking hit them every time.
1: So I feel like it also comes down to, like, people's lack of car setup, too, that, like, kind of ends up in those situations. Like, like people that, like, have understory issues and shit like that, you know? Like, I've seen a lot of people do some, like, weird shit on entries over there, and I'm just like, oh, what are you doing?
0: yeah that's true well I don't I don't. some of these guys who are getting like I don't even know how they're getting up to that speed to fuck themselves up so bad on that entry I know it's a long but they're not entering at the house like a fast car is
1: shit I mean fuck did you see that animal saw video nah uh, which one dude so <laughs> at the drift week event that just happened um so the main dude Julian driving his 360, z he wanted to um, keep up with the fast cars like Niochi and shit. So he put nitrous on his Z, mm-hmm. but he had it on a button, uh, which is kind of wild. Cause he was like, I don't want to use it the entire time I'm driving, just to keep up on the straight. Anyways, he was chasing his teammate with the Jay Z E36, and he's like chasing him down, you know, shifting in third gear. He presses the button. He's apparently going way faster than the other car. He fucking pit maneuvers him by accident and they both end up into the fucking house. Fuck. But they both drove off though. It wasn't like, you know that bad. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty funny.
0: <laughs> I was there well, the last time I was there like a couple weeks ago. Um there was some chick doing donuts in the uh on the skid pad mm-hmm. and she must have got target is uh target at some point and she fucking went right into the light pole. In a brand new fucking Miata, and I was like, ah. "I oh, was man. like, what the fuck? How did you hit the light? The only light pole."
1: Speaking of light poles, my friend Chris Thompson probably like back in maybe 2018, I think, or actually, I don't remember how long ago that was, but we were doing local events over here in my area at the at the track at the drag strip in the big pit area. Anyways. Chris on his first run out enters in on a little peanut layout that we have Mm -hmm. and somehow decides to fucking head on a pole that's not even like in the layout. Dude, fucking people, man. Like that was honestly insane. And to this day, his like crash bar is still like fucking (laughs) like this on the front of his car. I still have stock bumpers on both my cars. Dude, stock bumpers where it's at.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not paying for a fucking bash bar.
1: Every time I see somebody with like a bash bar, right? It always causes more issues than like, you know, just having a regular crash bar.
0: Like instead like of I breaking have a, control arm, you broke the control arm, you have a fucking pipe through your wheel, you need a new tire
1: yeah. now. Like <laughs> I do notice that too. Yeah, like I have a stock crash bar on the back. And uh, I actually bought this um, jackpoint deal that's like you know with welds between the shocks on the uh, crash bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, so basically, I get a jackpoint out of it, but it's keeping my stock crash bar on the back of the car. Yeah, and I then think it's pretty a jackpoint
0: would be would be nice. I I will say that uh, mine sucks. I got all the way to the diff, and I hate that. So have much. you seen the overhang on my car? Dude. It's like nine feet, dude. It's, dude. I gotta get way
1: in there. You need one of those like shop jacks that like are super long, snooted.
0: Yeah, exactly. I know exactly. Probably that Daytona jack, that fucking uh, <laughs> uh, Harbor Freight sales.
1: You know, you want to know something that I you really don't need as like an individual, but I really, really want. It's fucking ear jacks.
0: Do you see Josiah's car?
1: That car looks cool.
0: Oh, I fucking hate him. I hate him. I can't believe he did that. I'm like, I wish that was FD legal. Because it's not a lot of weight. It's not super expensive. It's like a grand.
1: Imagine if quick jacks or air jacks were a thing when Chris Stops had that five minute time out.
0: Oh, that wouldn't have been as cool. It wouldn't have been
1: as cool. But he would have been there.
0: Yeah, dude. I have a crushed fucking um, their last uh, jack stand. Two of them. By the way, that my my own car crushed because I I let the car down too fast and the jack didn't move. Apparently, Jesus just the car Christ. did. Anyways, I have two crushed ones and I'm still fucking rocking those things.
1: Dude, my car, my silver car, back when I uh, I lived at a different house, I was working on it underneath. I was doing like the the guibo or something on it, or jubo. Sorry. Uh, anyways, I heard a creaking sound. I didn't even bother to look. I just fucking evacuated the premises, dude. <laughs> Next thing you know, car is flat on its fucking nuts. Jack stand was fucking sandwiched. That shit was the scariest flat. shit ever.
0: Were you on an incline or something?
1: No, nah, it was flat. Jesus, it just cr- it just crumbled.
0: Yeah, that's uh. I know. I need to get another set. Um, I mean, I they've served me this long.
1: I have a set of jack stands that I haven't even used for like a year and a half. Like, my car is never up in the air, really, besides, like, being on a jack, and it's just to change tires. If it's, like, up in the air, it's on a lift. Uh, per- do you do, check. like,
0: nut and bolt checks and shit like that, or no, not really?
1: Fuck no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I haven't had much shit to, like, nut and bolt check, besides, like, my tie rods now that, you know, come loose a little bit Uh, uh at the knuckle. Because I did that fucking FDF tie rod upgrade thing, uh, you know, with the sleeves and all that shit for my car. Because my E90 plus E46 inner and outer setup was not long enough to get the proper adjustment for toe out of my car. So I was running like almost zero toe, like maxed out my entire last season. Mm -hmm. And uh, that just wasn't really like, how I prefer to drive the car, so, um, you know, I did that upgrade, and then I drove, like, the first day of mid pond, and then probably, like, late in the afternoon, I was like, oh, these tie rods are loose, <laughs> after, like, they were super tight in the beginning. Red Loctite. Yeah, probably. Low. Nothing I hate more is resistance.
0: I hate um, what do you have for the setup in the rear besides your little coilovers
1: in the rear um so stock diff uh stock three twenty five i axles uh so i have the drift tech uh, adjustable like uh tow brackets uh and then i have uh PMC. That goes on the uh, fucking trailer, the trailer right? Right? yeah and then i have um IRP uh, trailing arm bushings which are like uh, what do you call it like the heim shit whatever for the the, you know movement and shit like that Mm -hmm. I had condo ones I actually still have them they're on my silver car outside Uh, but then somebody was like you actually need like some kind of like you know movement in that from side to side not just like up and down and I was like oh wow that makes sense so I got those other ones for my new car And honestly, like, the car has so much better, like, suspension travel that it's crazy. Um, Yeah, so, and then I have those beefy, like, PMC camera arms. Did you say you Uh, had lower, did you get lower control arms, like, adjustables? Yeah, yeah, that's the PMC ones. Gotcha. Yeah. And honestly, they've been pretty good. I've had had them on the other car, on the silver car, and then I moved them over to this one. What's PMC? Uh, it's that, uh, I think it's the Polish brand. Okay. They have those adapter kits and everything on Drift HQ. Huh,
0: I never, I don't go on that website. They don't make, nobody makes anything for my car.
1: So I don't go on drifting websites. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you had the superior car, dude. You wrecked it. No, I, I don't know if I had this. I like my car now. I mean, yeah, but your car now is good, but you had the superior chassis. We'll see We'll see I mean Listen man
0: Is it Is it a superior chassis Or just Do they make a lot of parts for it Like Is that Hey you could You could say that about S chassis That's I did ask that about S chassis I know Is the S chassis the best car Or Do do they just make make everything for it Like Yeah It doesn't make it the best Uh I would argue and say that Those fucking Mustangs are the best
1: Dude I think um I think S chassis are like Clay-Doh, like Play-Doh. Like, it can be anything you want it to be. Yeah, at this point.
0: But there's so many fucking builds done with that car that there's nothing you can do to it that would be original at this point.
1: But at the end of the day, being original, never get anybody anywhere. (laughs) Fuck you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh... (laughs) No, that's like, fair. I mean, that's fair,
1: dude. You know how hard it is, like, like you know, like I don't want to say like it's hard driving an E46 sedan,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Because you don't really have any distinguishing features to to you know signify you from like other people. Like basically, I out this problem where like I would go to events, drive with all my friends, like all the time and then like only get like media if i was like on my friend ryan's door shout out ryan because he's super cool and like people love him so they just take pictures of him all the time so yeah. i just have to sneak in there with my car to get a little shot and whatnot um but like i if i was driving to anybody else i just didn't get anything pretty much like no photos no shit like that it was just like oh look there's not a car on the track <laughs> so that's kind of like one of the rough things about driving like an e46 is if if you care about attention or like getting photos and stuff like that you literally have to like go over the top i can agree
0: with that uh sometimes um i a lot of people will like look at my car because they're like oh shit a cadillac so they'll all be super interested in it for about the first five minutes yeah. And then they see me drive, and they're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fucking look at my car again until, like, the end of the day. And then, like, I'm wondering why there's no media. Um, Dude,
1: believe it or not, um, so when you are doing, like, the program series series uh, at Irwindale, uh-huh. back when you had the E46, uh-huh. I really, like, rallied my, uh, you know. Yep. Yeah, to get photos of your stuff, because, like, you know. People were just weren't taking pictures, so I was like, hey, um, shoot this guy. I still have a bunch of those, too. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. I mean, honestly, shout out for doing that. That was really cool of you. Um, yeah. yeah, but that's, a, that's it. Sorry. I don't
0: want to get yelled at, so I don't want to be a part of anybody's problems. <laughs>
1: I'm a gun owner. Sorry.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. But that was my own fault I shouldn't have been competing
1: but I mean I think the car was good enough Honestly nah, Besides the bell housing thing The what? Besides the bell housing thing
0: The bell housing thing That was on the Cadillac Was that? Yeah And my bell oh, housing did. No, you just, did a, and my bell you housing just crashed did, into the wall Yeah. Yeah oh, And yeah. my bell housing did exactly what it was supposed to do Yeah yeah, the... protected your legs. Yeah, well, they normally shoot out towards the passenger side, but
1: <laughs> well, it protected your legs.
0: Yeah, I guess. Uh, that is my state. That is my fucking implant inside of FD, though.
1: Yeah, you're there, dude. You're... Yeah, I I
0: changed the fucking rules forever. You did. Forever. <laughs> you did that. Yeah, I did. Um, Whether it was good or bad, you did. Yeah, hey. well, tomato, tomato exactly how many how many prom drivers get to say they changed the rule and fucking that went all the way up to fd
1: and technically it's not even like you were cheating to where you had to, they had to change the rule yeah i had it like, right you know remember like mr tire concrete Donova. <laughs> what the fuck keep, was he using dude the adhesives to keep the tires on the fucking wheel what adhesive was it uh like just to keep the fucking the bead seal bead sealer I ain't mad at them. I to run the super low tire pressures. Yeah, well, be like, doesn't say you can't use it. Exactly. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. Why would you not like use it? If I you think did?
0: Vaughn fucking ratted him out. Which is funny. <laughs> yeah, and now he drives through. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I honestly think that's a really good dynamic between the two of them.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I respect yeah. that. Um, I can't wait to see that new. I can't wait to see James in that car yeah he posted a little snippet of it was it today i think mm-hmm. um over running yeah yeah
1: and i then, um i want to say that like obviously being like an e46 driver catch a lot of influence off of you know our lord and savior chelsea denofa um uh-huh you know it's really it's really hard to like not do that considering like you know he kind of made the blueprint for like, you know, driving E46s or BMWs in general, I feel like, okay. you know, good manner, you know, being competitive and shit like
0: that. Yeah. Cause you know, nobody before him ever won a championship in that car.
1: Right. I don't think, or if he did, My, I don't even think he won a championship in it, but like Michael Hessa, his style is just so different though.
0: It is. It is. That's like pretty wildly so, left
1: i I look at essa and like Dimitri as like they both have like a very similar style weirdly enough like Dimitri does like the high wheel speed super smooth angle very little input driving you know what I mean mm-hmm. kind of like how hoodie used to do like where he was like always on the left foot brake just fucking. Yeah, he doesn't do Ron, it as much as he used to. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't do it as much as he used to anymore, and like he's kind of like trying to get into like the fiery style of doing stuff, like trying to do backies and stuff like that. But like, uh, honestly, it's a little hard to watch because um, like he doesn't really pull it off that well. Rome too, Rome's having a hard time. He's been trying though. Uh,
0: <laughs> I like I like Rome though. <laughs> he got in some hot water recently with another driver at Hot Pit. Really. I don't you didn't see the see it? Uh, there was another driver like fucking shit talking to him because he's like you fucking parked it on me and you still got the win.
1: You know what? I did see the clip of like the contact, but I didn't see the argument stuff. No, it's it's been pretty funny. Um (laughs) That's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's it's been uh There's been some drama over there, dude. Oh, for sure. There always is. There's always somebody fucking getting into it with one another. Um yeah. there's a there was another dude that was like uh calling out the event organizers. I don't even know what about um but I saw it on his story and I was like, "Damn." Yeah, it's just crazy. There's always something going on. <laughs>
1: Some in the water, man. Exactly. People and then, like, worried. no one
0: even, like, responded to him.
1: That's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's the part I thought <laughs> was funny. I was like, damn, this dude's been going at it. He's been talking to himself for days. See, that's the problem, too, bro. Like, I, I mind my business so much that, like, I would probably do the same thing and just ignore the fuck out of him. I, I, respect, I get it. Because, like, I enjoy, I enjoy beef. Like I live for it, <laughs> but I, at this point in my life, I just don't care anymore. That's fair. Like you gotta like fucking hit me in real life or something.
0: Yeah, and it's then rough. I'll just run over you
1: in my car. There you go. Call it a day. Can't be bothered. Um, when's your next event? Uh, April eighth, going to NOLA Skidpad event. So I guess gonna you're not go see... watching FD. I am gonna watch FD actually. How? Yeah, dude, trust me, bro. I can multitask. I can't. I mean, the event's not that expensive, so I don't mind chilling and watching FD while I'm fucking not drifting.
0: Oh, that's true. Uh, well, well FD starts at like fucking nine a.m. our time, so that's like noon your time. No, it don't. Yeah. I think it starts at like eleven.
1: Dude, it's been starting late as shit lately. What FD? Yeah. What?
0: Uh, they'll go. They'll turn every event into a night event if they could.
1: Also, I don't even watch qualifying anymore. So what? That's kind of my. I love watching qualifying, dude. So I I look back and I just look at the placements and everything for Mm -hmm. the bracket, Uh and I'm like, okay, cool. And I'll go watch the runs of like whichever ones I want to see to see like how they end up where they ended up. But like, I don't sit and watch qualifying anymore. It's just not my thing. Especially since they took away the two-run thing. And I mean, then, that, like, that has changed it drastically. So, it made it shorter, right? But at the same time, I feel like I lost interest in it because it's like... But sometimes by the time I get to like pay attention and sit down and watch it, they're in the last eight thing, and I'm like, oh, I don't give a fuck about this.
0: I don't love the new qualifying style. I will agree with that. Um, I did like it better when they had the... Um, 2-2 two and two situation, yeah where everyone yeah. got two qualifying runs but, yeah. I mean I, the sport's gonna change regardless of what I like or don't like
1: I honestly think um, I honestly think qualifying at this point is just like fuck it, who cares like honestly, I would, I would rather see people vote on like a bracket or something like the fans or whatever you know what I'm saying like you go in Pick names out of a fucking bin and I pair them up.
0: I mean, if you have thirty-two drivers, cool. But now that they're getting into like a higher driver count again, um, I can see why they have the
1: yeah. Or at least
0: maybe if it's just like even like a top sixteen of like fucking here, you guys are the top sixteen since you finished last in the top sixteen.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I can see that.
1: I wouldn't hate that. Yeah, that's kind of the thing with, like, the high driver count thing. And it also sucks, too, like, whenever, like, it's just a little bit over the cusp, and you have, like, two people who get to go home or whatever because they didn't qualify. That's kind of That's kind of shitty. It is kind of (laughs) sad. It's like, damn, bro, you're 33rd. Again, again. Again, dude. You couldn't think of anything to improve, like? not once i want to see uh fucking mohan do better honestly i think the best thing he did was like do that rx8
0: no he's definitely gotten better since the fucking
1: getting out of the um
0: miata yeah he's i think he won fucking
1: what you recall in that yeah it's weird watching that car drive in hot pit the miata oh really yeah, I, it's weird, just like, because it doesn't look like how you think a Miata would look.
0: I do hate the way that fucking
1: car looks. It's just, it's not like, cute. it's,
0: the car's not cute.
1: It's yeah.
0: looking car. Uh, Is that,
1: I'm pretty sure that's still in, no, that was Mad Mike that did that. What? Mad Mike had that NC, and then like, he converted it to like, the new body or whatever, I think.
0: No, no, that's whatever car he had.
1: No, you don't remember that? Mm-mm. Cause he had the NC Miata. It was like dark blue or whatever. And then like he like updated it or whatever and, and like it was like an N D or something. That's not what he competed in F T with, was it? I think so.
0: No, I don't think so. Maybe. Uh that actually I think that was my first year. Of watching FD, mm-hmm. maybe my second. He came back what in twenty sixteen? Uh yeah, yeah. That, that was my second year of getting into FD. So I didn't know anybody yet. If I uh, I get a reminder every year of how dumb I am, mm-hmm. um, because I posted like I had been to Formula Drift before. It was like um when Tanner Foust came back in the fucking Passat. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's back. It says it on my. This is when I had Snapchat. Um, I was like, "He's back!" Like I knew what the fuck I was talking about. I'm dead. (laughs) I never. (laughs) I've never been to an event before. I was just being an idiot. You fucking groupie. What a loser! Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Now look at me, a fucking drifting podcast, like a loser, like every other fucking millennial. Um, that
1: I know. This guy's got a drifting podcast, dude. Oh my god, Mm, what a dark. You're um, having a no more drifting podcasts on YouTube, dude. What the fuck? I know. I'm the only one that doesn't fucking
0: go on YouTube. That's this is the first yeah. one. So if you guys are watching this, I don't know if they're going to let me upload a hundred uh, a two hour episode. Um, I as, mean, they should. We'll see. I mean, I have like the drifting Pro-Am name and t- like I took everything as soon as I, I made you,
1: this. I don't think you have like a limit on what you can upload on youtube i think i've tried to upload
0: like a 20 minute video on like my personal before mm-hmm. and then that's exactly when i gave
1: up on youtube well yeah you gotta like do all the editing and exporting and shit and all that before that and then just like upload the i'll never do that the big thing. thing
0: again uh i'll do this because then i can just finish this record it bounce it out and upload it mm-hmm. um i don't i'm not am not going to edit anything um but yeah, i have I mean... no desire to do like the whole youtube thing
1: I'm pretty tame, so it's no big deal.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's been episodes where I've had like people on here getting fucked up with me, and I can hear their fucking ice jingling in their glass, <laughs> like mine is. Um, and uh, we've I've had to cut out about an hour of an episode before. That's crazy. Yep, and shitting on everybody in the drift community
1: see good, i don't
0: it was a good episode
1: i don't i don't live like that it's too much it, effort
0: and that was when i was having uh audio problems <laughs> There was a good like fucking two months where i was recording Dude, episodes with shit audio
1: you gotta give me credit bro because i listen to those episodes sorry yeah sorry you listen to those thank
0: you i appreciate you yeah i um, really tried yeah they're not they're not the greatest um
1: not the prettiest
0: nope the uh, but i got a mac now so everything that was the reason i switched because i was gonna i was kind of recording the um the podcast on the pc i did it for one episode but Mm -hmm. i don't understand what's going on with the pc situation because i was using um similar software and it was just always a shit show yeah that's weird there was a lot more editing involved um so I knew that, like, Mac is good with, like, that's what a lot of people use for, like, uh, uh, music and stuff like that. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to stick with this. Um, and so far, it's working.
1: Something that's really cool, though, that uh, if, um, let's say if you were to, uh, like, if you cared to do it, like, live or some shit,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you could do, like, Twitch. And then, like, you could just literally save the fucking, the VOD, and it works fine because... Like, I've uploaded, like, full Twitch streams of mine from when I'm gaming. Drifting Pro. (laughs) That's my
0: drink. Oh, look, now it shows. But it's clear right here. (laughs) Sensor. No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, like, you do the Twitch thing, and you can just upload the whole VOD, and it works just fine. It's pretty neat.
0: Hmm. Maybe I should look into the Twitch thing then, too. Maybe that should be something I do, like, if I do it live.
1: Yeah. Uh, That'd be cool. Yeah, for sure. Like, the live, the live stuff is actually pretty interesting, though, because then you have, like, more stuff to, like, bounce off of, too, if, like, people are talking and shit.
0: Oh, like talking points? Ah, oh, that's yeah, a good like, point. Yeah, there is some ums. Uh, we didn't have any today, luckily. Uh, but I did start... Have you, been, have you been listening to, like, the FD podcast with... Um, yeah. With Jacob?
1: I was actually uh, just listening to it earlier uh, while I was chilling oh, here.
0: Oh, wait. It's Wednesday. It's a new episode today, huh? I didn't yeah, it was to a it.
1: solo one. Oh, okay. I'll
0: listen to it tomorrow. Um, he has a really good podcast, or he did. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. still around. Um, and he's the... I was surprised he got it. I was kind of surprised that they didn't have Maximum Driftcast come back.
1: Honestly, I feel like they just kind of are all living their own lives right now. I think so, too. I get it. And I... um. I liked them for what they did, mm-hmm. um, but I definitely could see them, I don't want to say losing interest, or maybe just like shifting focus after after a while.
0: Yeah, I see that. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I think for their time, they were...
1: Like... I think... I think it's a little weird because, like, I want to say Corey and Paco are probably like the most ones, like, focused on like drifting, like that. To not even be like the lead guys, I would say, in the podcast. Yeah, I like Sam. Uh, actually,
0: I like that. I like the po- that that podcast is the reason this one exists.
1: That was a great podcast, dude. Yeah, I watched uh, almost every episode when it come out
0: yeah um i learned a lot on that podcast and then circle adrift i like their podcast me too um i really like how they came in and kind of shit on everybody like with their um their social game media yeah for sure um
1: yeah they have like controversial
0: topics that's really helpful i really like that podcast
1: yeah I, i like the fact that like they they don't pretend to be like people that they aren't
0: yeah exactly you know. I do
1: appreciate like, that. Like you don't have to pretend to be interesting to do a podcast. You can just be yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah. Y- you you'll have enough personality unless you're you know, some people maybe are a little bit uh boring so to speak. Yeah. I mean you're fucking monotone. Boring. Yeah, that's
1: fair. That's
0: but I mean it. the content
1: the content speaks for it speaks for itself that Yeah, exactly. You get interesting guests and you talk about interesting shit because you, you know what you like to talk about. What you want to hear from people, so you know you talk about shit that is of relevance and maybe interesting to other people. That yeah, like you.
0: and you kind of just kind of hope and fucking keep fingers crossed exactly. that other people are gonna like it. Uh We'll see. Um I want to. I don't know. I I thought about doing like getting a uh, co-host, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I thought like, ah, uh, then I gotta align my schedule with this person's schedule um that's gonna be rough do i want somebody at my fucking house probably not Mm -mm. uh i'm very much a loner uh yep so i definitely feel that yeah i'll I'll go eat with my friends once or twice a month and outside of that i stick to my fucking self um
1: it even gets stressful for me whenever i'm at work and my coworkers want to go go out to eat and i'm like i just don't care to go out to eat right now like (laughs) Like, I'm hungry, but I don't want to go out to eat. Like, sorry. I'm a fucking foodie. I'll go out to eat. No, but, like, the thing is, like, I will go out to eat, right? But, like, I almost feel like, oh, you're asking me today, then you're asking me tomorrow, then you're asking me the next day, and I'm just like, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. Um,
0: let's get into some drifting stuff. We're bullshitting now. <laughs> uh, what are your goals this year?
1: Goals this year, dude. Any, any, fucking anything
0: that you want to achieve
1: by the end of the year in drifting? I want to drive fast. I want to drive hard. I want to adore people more. Okay. I like my like... I made?
0: No, I didn't see it. What is it? Oh fuck you! Sorry. Never mind. Nope. Go
1: ahead. Where'd you post it on drifting program? Yeah. I uh... haven't been on Instagram. I've been being a little, little simp.
0: Oh, oh! You got yourself a girlfriend now?
1: Yeah, I've been like being freaking, a good person. Yeah, being a good guy. Look at you, good guy, good dude. Oh, I actually did see this. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was running your door. <laughs> oh, look at James in there, dude. Who is it even a tandem? If you're not at least an arms reach away. I don't know who I, I don't know who James. Curse James. He's like the first comment on your post. Don't know anybody on. I don't. I don't pay attention to it too much. James is a really good driver. He's an E46 driver. He uh, has a S54 swap sedan. That was a 325i, and I kind of look up to that guy low key. Uh, he's like a. I'm really inspired by like the driving that he does, cause he goes hard. Like he just posted a video today from like 22 that. I was really inspired by at a Grand Sports Speedway where, like, he's chasing down Aaron Lucy. Mm-hmm. and And uh, he, <laughs> like, he was, was kind of going through, like, you know, a pretty shit run. But it was just his um, determination to get in the pocket that, like, really fucking, like, made me want to get out there and just fucking go hard. And, like, I'll send it to you, but, like, it's it's crazy. <laughs> Like, he he pretty much, like, jumps him and gets, like, five car lengths ahead of him because Aaron's car is faster, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh... (laughs) Which car was Aaron in? Because Aaron owns
0: the LS one?
1: Yeah. Okay. And think about this. He's in an S54-swapped E46 going against that, like, high 400 horsepower, like, S14. So he fucking goes ahead of him. You can see Aaron in his mirror all the way back there, and you just see him getting closer and closer and closer, blows by him, and then fucking James just fucking flicks it in, fucking on his his door, dives in super hard, flops the transition, but then like fucking dives in again, fucking slams the clutch, gets in there, and it's just fucking wild. Uh, It's just stupid. And at the end, throughout the last corner, he fucking gets in there and just fucking like plants his fucking door on him the entire way around. And just sits on his fucking car the whole way around.
0: Yeah, uh, I wish I could drive like that. I'm trying to get to that
1: someday. Comfort. Ho-
0: hopefully sooner than later. Uh, yeah. In that, how long has he been driving that car?
1: Uh, probably like four or five years, I would say. He's yeah. been driving probably just as long as I have, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit longer. I want to say he was just talking about it the other day how he was a newbie in, like, Lone Star and stuff like that Uh, not too long ago. But he's really good. Oh, okay. Uh, I... All I want to do is make my car easier to drive, which results in having more power. Uh, What are you planning on doing? I want to do turbo stuff. Okay. Um, Right now, I'm just kind of, like, passing by with the nitrous thing. But it also gets a little bit annoying because I don't have a bottle heater, so I just kind of, like, sit it out in the sun. You know what I mean? And, like, let it get up to pressure and shit like that. How long is that nitrous lasting you? I did the whole, like, I did, like, the two days of driving at, uh... So, like, at Houston Police Academy when I drove there. I drove all day Saturday. Drove pretty much all Sunday until my power steering pump broke. And I went home with nitrous in my um, 15-pound bottle. Still, I probably had like, it still was reading like 600 or whatever on the gauge whenever I left on the blue bottle, on the big bottle. Small bottle I I ran first because it doesn't have a gauge on it.
0: I haven't bought um, like a heater or anything yet because I'm going nitrous on the, the comp car. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with that nano setup. I don't
1: know if you've seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do need to get into one. So show me what you're getting so I can try to.
0: So if you don't have a heater, basically it's just another, it's like a nitrogen tank. Mm-hmm. And it says it's not a push system, but I really don't understand how the fuck it works. If it's not a push <laughs> system, it doesn't make sense to me. Anyways, what does that mean? What does the push system mean? So basically, it would pressurize the system so it could yeah. push the nitrous all the way to the front, right? With the mm-hmm. with the appropriate pressure. Okay. Um, it says it's not a push system, so I haven't looked too far into it. That's I just. <coughs> of course, my dog. Yeah, they're here. Um, so, but basically, it lets you use the entire contents of your bottle. So instead mm-hmm. of like you having that little one to two pounds left at the end, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, it pushes all. Of, it doesn't push it out. Whatever, it uses all of it, right? Yeah. Um, but you don't need a heater. Um, you don't. Yeah, you don't need a heater. It's just an add. You put a new tube in your um, your existing bottle. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't understand. The oh, the so tube it's is inside different. the bottle. Kinda, kinda. You get a okay. new insert for the tube. A tube. In, a pickup tube, right? For your nitrous bottle. And then this thing will run um, with it. But it's it's a whole other cylinder that you're going to be installing. Interesting. Um, It's like 700 bucks. I think it's like 650, but let's just call it 750 by the time you get it to your house. Maybe even 800 bucks. Um, But you don't have to worry about heating the nitrous up um, or anything like that. You just fucking plug it in and you're ready to shoot it.
1: Dude, when I was um when I was at Grand Sport last year at the road course for the Drift Week event, slash one-star drift, round six, whatever, I just put my bottles in the bathtub in the hotel under the water, heat them up, and I put them in the truck, left the truck running, diesel with the heater on, keep heat the pressure up, and then I was like, oh, well, I don't even need these because it's fucking pouring rain. So that was pretty great. Then I just saved him for Houston Police Academy, so that was fine. And And I did did the same thing there.
0: We have a, uh, there's a nitrous refill here. What are you guys paying per pound for nitrous?
1: So I was paying $9. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then I just switched to a place that my uh, service manager just told me about, which is actually a place that I sell to, a shop that I sell to, parts to, uh, in town where I work. And they are actually selling for like $7 a pound, which is a lot cheaper, except it's just a little more inconvenient because I have to wait for the bottle till like 4 o'clock or whatever, even on a Friday, because they only do it on Fridays. Like they'll collect all the bottles over a week and then freeze them all and then like fill up on Friday and then be done at like 4 o'clock. So I mean, there's that. But I mean, it's $2 cheaper than the other place yeah that that i have to get somebody to go to for me because i don't ever have time to go there
0: uh i noticed that here there's a couple places it's like normally seven bucks mm-hmm. but if you go at a certain time like at 10 a.m or something like it's like five yeah. bucks a pound damn yeah and it's like down the street from my house i was like yeah. i need that hole in the wall nitro spot there's apparently they have like one here in el Monte. they've got one in like long beach Another one in Southgate. They've got a few. Um, it said, "Early bird gets a wormful." <laughs> you know they're Mexican. That's fucked up. Uh, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I not that, that. was not racially charged. Right. Uh, <laughs> nah, dude. But um, I'm all about making a car easier to drive this year. I. I um. I spend a lot of time like trying to be like a super smooth driver, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I don't make like a whole lot of adjustments and stuff like that in my driving. Like the car literally just does not adjust unless like I'm having an issue or something like that. Like on one, I posted a run earlier or yesterday to my friend for my friend Bobby's GoPro where he's chasing me down, and he's just on my shit. And then I have to make an adjustment because my fucking power steering line just blew in. Like, the steering just went full heavy. So, like, I'm literally floored, right? And I'm, I'm spraying at this point, too. So, like, I'm, like, blowing the tires off on some, like, fucking 225s that I had. And uh, so then I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, the car straightens out for a second. Then I just fucking clutch kick again and get back in the drift. And then, like, continue to finish out the whole lap. Just, like, rock-solid steering. But I think for right now, I think my steering should be pretty good, though. I might have to put a bigger cooler on it, because, like, obviously, I lost a battle to Duarte directly due to, like, me, like, overheating my steering and it locking up on me in the last corner. So that was pretty stupid.
0: Uh, What are you doing to, uh, what are you going to do to fix it on your overheating issue?
1: Throw a cooler? In uh... Or... I have a cooler. I have a cooler, actually. It's just like the small tubular chase Bay's one, like with the kit. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it actually works a lot better than it did prior. Okay. Because um, before, I would just, like, it would get heavy, like, on my second lap or something like that. Like, and I even have, like, an underdrive pulley on my pump and everything. to um, so, you know, not. spinning fast. Yep. Yeah. It's like a Volkswagen water pump pulley that has the same bolt pattern as like the E46 power steering pulley, but you have to leave the spacing of the E46 pulley behind it to fit it on there with the same belt thing, or whatever. And it's actually really good. I like it. Uh, it Works really well, except I just overheat it still because I drive a lot.
0: Yeah, I have an I have an underdrive pulley as a on my crank on my. Um, on the comp car And I've never mm-hmm. had a power steering problem Actually um, I had the same power steering pulley And Pump situation that I Had in my first CTSV the one that I wrecked mm-hmm. on the freeway Yeah In like 2016 So my um, Fucking power steering uh, Pulley wobbles <laughs> And it's never been a fucking problem. I've rebuilt the pump twice, um, just annually, just to like, it just put yeah. new seals in it. But it's never fucking had a problem. Uh, it works every fucking time. And but every time, everyone that sees the car idling, they're like, "Hey, you're uh, this is I'm like, "Don't worry about it. It's all good, dude. It's it's not work. We're not fixing what's not broke, sir."
1: Exactly. So, one of the things that E46 power steering pumps do is um, the shaft to the pulley Mm
0: -hmm.
1: will literally, like, get hot and break off from inside the pump. So, you'll, like, you'll think, oh, wow, why do I not have power steering? Everything's there. It's all working. No, the shaft is literally just spinning inside the pump without actually spinning the pump.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's kind of one of those things, like, that I learned that happens And it's pretty annoying, honestly. I've killed, like, three pumps like that, I think, over my time of drifting. But I've only killed three power steering pumps in drifting so far, all these years.
0: That's not terrible. Yeah, it's Uh, not that bad. I know that, weren't some guys, like, running, like, on their LS swaps or their Jay-Z swaps, they were running the stock fucking E46 um, power steering pump?
1: Yeah, I think I've seen some some people do that. Um, I think the, I think it's just really easy to mount them. So like they just do it because they have like a pretty good bracket system and they don't like flex. So that's good. Like Jay Z guys have problems with their power steering pumps flexing and shit like that because of how they mount.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm always hearing
0: people having power steering problems and then. Uh, the people that don't never tell them how to fix it.
1: <laughs> if you know, you know,
0: like in the drift car builders group, are you in that one? Yeah. I love that group. It's, it's a love hate relationship with that group, but sometimes you'll, you'll see a lot of the same questions. Luckily they're nice. They're nicer in that group than any other car form ever. Yeah. There's no use the fucking search function. You piece of shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like that group because it's a lot of like unfiltered information that I just get to like absorb for no fucking reason because mm-hmm. I love absorbing information. Um, I like, like
0: seeing people's mistakes in that group, so I'm like, oh, okay, don't do that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I love watching people be idiots. It's great.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it is what I like the techie stuff when it comes down to it. Uh, I, yeah, there were some people that used to post more in there,
1: but they stopped. <laughs> Yeah, giving out free game. It's too much time. I was like, "Come on,
0: yeah, fucking dude, throw, asshole!
1: <laughs> throw a dog a bone." Yeah, what's the? trailer?
0: Once... I designed a fucking angle kit, and someone's gonna make me one.
1: Yeah. So, did you ever get that sent to you? Mm-mm. That's crazy.
0: Uh, the guy who got it decided to test fit it. What a
1: cocksucker!
0: No, that's fine. Uh, I'm glad no, he did. It's not fine. And trust me, it was it was fine. <laughs> uh, so he got to test fit it and then so basically the way it worked is let's just say my hand is the bottom right yeah of the uh here's the ball joint and then here's the uh um, pickup point for the mm-hmm. tie rod well they decided to lower that to here so if you see my other thumb yeah so now the ball joint goes in, right in here mm-hmm. well when it went in it hit the fucking lower control arm so it, it was deemed useless. So when you had it when you didn't have both of them hooked up, it was fine. You would get a lot of angle. I think it was like uh 65 degrees of angle. It was great. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, finally." And then as soon yes. as you turn that shit back, uh as soon as you put the other side back on and it would hit the um the inside of the ty- or the inside of the uh controller, it was like mm-hmm. 35 degrees angle.
1: This is part of the reason why I don't believe in, like, designing kits for cars without actually, like, having the car. Because everything's good in theory on, like, programs and shit like that. But, like, until you're actually, like, you know, putting shit on and working on shit, like, in real life, where it matters, you know, you can't really, like, you know, stand behind your shit. Brian did.
0: Brian did it without... Brian didn't do it right on the first time. Drift Knuckles? Drift Knuckles? Yeah. So he did it the first time, and then I got it on the car, and I put it together, and it was hitting the, uh, it was hitting the pickup point on the uh, lower shock mount, right? Mm-hmm. The the tie rod was hitting the the pickup point on the lower shock yeah. mount at full lock. Mm-hmm. So he redid them, and then now we have what we have. I don't necessarily need another set of knuckles. Uh, I think I would like to ask Brian to make me another set with slightly less Ackerman because it is quite aggressive. You've seen it.
1: In what in what direction? Uh, like it's, too positive, like the lead I don't wheel know the way more angle.
0: It the lead wheel does have way more angle for sure. Okay, so um, it's super aggressive. I would like it slightly less. Uh, it does slow the car down a lot. So if you're trying to go fast, it just. Mm-hmm. Kind of slows you down a little bit. Uh, so,
1: have you ever tried like not fucking running such low tire pressure in the front?
0: You don't want to know what my tires are at up front right now. Tell totally. me. They're at like eighty. Oh wow! Then what the fuck are you doing? There's Candace up there. Uh, it was a different issue before, so now I'm just trying to like figure out. I love I love high tire pressure in the front, dude. Uh, I never had to run low tire pressure up front. I, I don't have the pressure. issue that other people have like the McPherson people. Like I don't have those issues.
1: No, I love high tire pressure.
0: Yeah. I get what you're saying. I heard that. Yeah. I,
1: I, I run it all the time. Like people are like, how, what, what the fuck? You're running 70 PSI. I'm like, yeah, it works. Yeah. It's not, and my car doesn't understeer.
0: My car's not exactly. And when my car is yeah. understeering, I'll oh lower it. Um, yeah. but I've never had an understeer problem with
1: this car. If I have an understeer issue, it's not my tire pressure.
0: Yeah. Uh, at least not in this car. Um, but anyways, I do want to make some myself, some control arms. So that mm-hmm. is the plan. And then once I can make some control arms, I think I'll ask him to adjust it slightly. Cause I do want a little bit more angle okay. for the big car. Not, I think the car, the silver car, I don't want to change that. I, it's driving really well and I do not want to change anything about it.
1: I, uh, I really enjoy the current setup on my car. With the Ackerman setup. It's super positive, Ackerman. But the thing is the way the um the way the curve is, it's just like super smooth flowing, like quick transitioning. And it's never I'm never lacking for feedback through the steering, if you know what I'm saying. Like it gives so much back at the wheel that I'm never not confident in what it's gonna do.
0: Uh yeah i see what you're saying uh with my car being a fucking boat yeah um sometimes i don't get to the angle i want to get to mm-hmm. because i feel like i'm too far and i know that's contradictory to what i just said about asking for more angle you know mm-hmm. 30 seconds ago um but uh when i'm going faster i want the more angle but then this car the low horsepower car cannot keep up with that low ang- with the high angle that makes sense like i can't go fast enough i can't go fast enough in the low power car to keep the high angle i want to keep
1: well that's the thing though it's like my car i how do you call it have you seen that clip i posted um around houston police academy from like the the 360 cam from the chase car no i'd have to i'd have to go looking for it so anyways, it's probably like the smoothest run I've ever fucking done in my life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking go in, enter third gear, I'm just fucking matted. It's it's wet, right? I'm just matted around the course, fucking hauling ass, sitting with the steering wheel, just like this, not even moving, right? Then, like, I fucking floor it, like, towards the middle where you have to transition. It fucking flicks over a little bit, just a little bit over the center. And I flick it back again, and it fucking gets right back in that angle. And I'm not even touching my steering wheel. I'm not even like adjusting my steering, wheel and the car is just arcing around the course with the gas. And then like I like just clutch kick the next transition, let go of the wheel, car flicks back, full lock, back at lock again, settled. Like it's actually the smoothest fucking driving car that like I've ever driven.
2: Yeah.
1: Like. And it, it quite literally just rotates on the fucking um, like on the backseat area. It feels like feels like a chariot. What do you?
0: If it was you said it was wet, so I'm assuming you're not running your nitrous. Um, but I want to circle back to your nitrous for a second because I mm-hmm. do have one quick question. What are you running for your nitrous? Are you running any type of controller, or since nope. you're running such a smaller shot, you're just so, fucking have it on a window switch of some sort.
1: Yeah, it's on a window switch. It's on my panel. Like,
0: I just... Like a like wide a open th- throttle switch? Yeah. But you don't have it like a window switch in the RPM range? No. Oh, you motherfucker. It's full throttle. So as long as you're full throttle, it'll fucking spray. Yeah. Huh. I
1: don't know if I want to And that. I actually dialed it in very well to where, like, it's only at full throttle. Not, like, anywhere... Like, you know, close to it or anything like that. Like I have to actually like kick down for mm. it to spread. Okay. So like if I'm like in a situation where I feel like I and like I'm begging for something, like throw me a bone, like it just starts fucking picking up like like let's say if your car's like coming in the boost late or something like that, it's like <laughs> fucking the induction sound actually is so good like with the Nitrous. Like, I so want to do it. It whistles like it's funny.
0: I kind of want to, cuz I just got I have like the whole kit. Well, I'm not going to use the same fucking solenoids that I have on my V8 car cuz no. I have really I got amused, but I got um some like 250 horsepower shot mm-hmm. solenoids on that car. Mm-hmm. Uh not that I'll that that car will ever see 250. Um what I was thinking about they fucking they sell them on eBay for like a hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, dude. Is that what you got? No, dude. My friend literally just took the kit off of his truck and then put it on my car, and he was like, "Okay." Damn. And I was like, "Oh."
0: I Christ. also thought about that Nitrous Express kit because they make like a little. It's like a six-cylinder kit that they sell for like their BMWs or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like four hundred and fifty bucks, and it comes with a bottle. And I'm like, I already need an extra bottle. Maybe yeah. I'll just buy that
1: one. I don't know. Dude, so the kit came straight off of his truck. The line is all the same and everything. It was under his back seat on his uh, Chevy SS truck. It's a procharged uh six oh Chevy SS all-wheel drive type deal. Nice. And he just turned off the boost and shit like that and he was like, I don't even use this fucking nitrous. So like I was like, I will use it and he was like, Okay. And I was like, Okay. And then <laughs> next thing you know while my car is in the shop this is when i was like building the car and putting it together was well, not in the shop uh he said, like, okay i'm gonna do this now so he started like moving stuff over uh from the other truck because it actually didn't run at the time his truck so it was just always there so he just like robbed shit off of it and then he actually only finished up wiring the setup and everything while we were at the first event mm-hmm. because he was like, just not focus on doing it, like, while we were, like, you know, in the preparation time to test it and everything like that. Yeah. He only finished wiring it, like, in the pits while I was wanting to go out and drive. So I'm just sitting there for, like, an hour in the right. pits while all my friends are driving. So I guess I'll wait. That wiring that shit <clears throat> is
0: fucking a headache.
1: It was really crude. It is really crude. It's still really crude. But... I just don't care. Cause I mean, whatever. I hear you.
0: Well, I'm going to end it there, man. We are at, uh, well over two hours. We are. Yeah. Uh, look at us. Yeah. Look at us. Uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, where can people find you, man? If they want to follow you home,
1: uh, follow me on Instagram. I am no underscore bumper. Um, that's about it. You can add me on Facebook. I don't really post much of anything on there. Besides what I post on Instagram. Not anymore. He used to be more fun. Yeah, I'm boring now. I'm washed up, dude. Uh, Don't worry, though. I'll get into some antics one day.
0: There you go. All right, man. Thank you for coming on. Glad we did it. Uh, I will chit-chat with you later. Yes, sir. All right, man. Peace. Bye.